This is Inspination. Hello, everybody. Uh, tonight I'm here with Eduardo Peñas. Hello. And Tariq Ahmad. Hello, good evening. So, uh, both uh, co workers uh, at MeTech and Eduardo, and both Eduardo and Tariq worked in uh, ice protection system. And both living in Japan, Eduardo, since uh, uh, summer 2016. And Tariq, I don't know. Uh, November 2016. Okay. Oh, November 2016. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I've had an interview with Edu, uh, aka Eddie, uh, a few weeks ago that I posted, um, it was in Spanish, so maybe Eddie, you want to say a couple of words about you, what, do you, what are you doing here? Yeah, I have improved my English, and now I can speak English. <laughs> it's an easy now, language. In, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks, my English has improved. So, anyway, like, uh, as he said, I'm, I'm engineering Mitsubishi aircraft in Japan. I have to correct you in something. I was working in ice protection system, not anymore. I was working in a okay. different system, air okay. conditioning system. Still, air still conditioning. Air, still air system. Air conditioning. Still, still colleagues, still uh, friends. Still yes. uh, Interesting, too. We can talk later about the COVID and the air conditioning system the of the airplanes. <laughs> I'm hearing news about it nowadays. It's all set. It's all set. Okay. Okay, uh, Tarek, uh, you're one of the few persons I know that uh, share my name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there was sometimes confusion in the company. Yeah, I'm getting your emails. <laughs> you're getting my emails. Exactly. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, tell us something about you. Yeah, uh, I'm from Montreal. I'm from Canada. Um, yeah, I, uh, I have a wife, two kids, born both in Japan. Uh, wow. three-year-old and a, and a six-month-year-old. And, uh, yeah, I'm loving life here in Japan. It's, uh, it's very nice, very welcoming uh, country. The only bad thing is I don't speak Japanese, which is very unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, in my mind, I wanted to speak Japanese within two years, and it's been almost four years, and I still don't know more than 100 words in Japanese. <laughs> it's busy. It's busy work. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to? Yeah, definitely. Um, honestly, I got a bit discouraged. Um, uh, when I started at, uh, at MeTech, Basically, I did some um, free course, Japanese course, and the writing I did really, really well. I did like uh, uh, good marks, like seventy-eight percent or something. Uh, yeah, so I did pretty good. Yeah, I was. You could write in Romanji too if you want, but it was just like understanding, circling, understanding what was written. Then we went to the speaking, like interview, like we're doing right here, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I got a seventeen percent, and after that, I was like. Uh, we can do fuck next it. podcast in <laughs> Japanese. Maybe yeah, 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 we could try. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we speak no, French. Are we doing it in French? Not yet. Uh, not, yet. <laughs> not yet. Maybe okay. German a bit, yeah? Uh, no. That would be interesting. No. <laughs> Arabic, maybe you guys. No, not so good. Leah. Leia? You can bring Leah for one of these and she can do it in Arabic. So Leah is your wife, <laughs> yeah. right? So uh, Leah is a, she's an interesting person. Um, basically, I met her in Montreal at a bar. Hammered off my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> at a bar in Montreal. On, yeah, on my birthday, as I said. So, uh, yeah, I met her and... Um, it was funny because I liked her a lot, but I didn't really know her because I was drunk. And we basically, basically I would like try to contact her. And then at one point I didn't contact her for two months and she was really pissed about it. And then eventually I, 
contacted her and we got together. No, 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 it was just funny. I would just make jokes about it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, and uh, yeah, I met her. We got married four years later and um, came to Japan. Had a couple of kids. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. And she's she's an interesting background. She's a uh, she's a uh, born in Lebanon during the war. Wow. To obviously her mom, not obvious, but her father's Lebanese. Her mom's Dutch. She's a nurse. She left Netherlands just to go to a war, a war country like today going to Syria for example. Yeah. So she went. She met um, Leah's father there, who's a doctor. So a nurse and doctor relationship, I guess, in the hospital. And uh, yeah, they had Leah during the war. Um, basically, uh, she had to go. She had to leave her work to go home to breastfeed Leah during ceasefires. So she used to wait for ceasefires to happen and go home breastfeed Leia and then come back sometimes she couldn't make it and she started leaking a bit but, uh, holy shit yeah, man. yeah. and they found uh, so then they were always getting questions to when do you leave Lebanon during the war like when do you leave and they found actually a shell casing next to her bed in her sh- in, in her bed in her crib um, probably came through the window it was, an e- it was an empty casing so they don't know how it got there but it was crazy times back then so um, basically the father's like okay let's decide so they just left and they came to Montreal and uh Wow. The father studied in Montreal, so they all had they all had the passport already through him. There was some program. If you study in Montreal, you get uh, you get a basically a free passport from the Canadian government back then in the seventies. So nice. Obviously, the whole family had it. So they came to Montreal, and uh, yeah, I met Leah there. She then moved. She moved back. Maybe I'm talking too much about my wife, but (laughs) (laughs) no, go ahead. It's interesting. Yeah, Uh, she stayed in Montreal around till she was twelve. yeah, sorry. Before they came to Montreal, they went to Saudi Arabia, and then from Saudi Arabia, they came to Montreal. They stayed until she was 12, and she did her high school back in Lebanon. And then she went to Holland, then Paris, then back to Montreal, and that's where I met her. That's quite a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, must, yeah. she must be like an international character. Seriously, yeah. Uh, she's, she's impressive, man. She speaks, she speaks seven languages. And she's, wow. She's learning Japanese, but we had to put her on hold a bit because of... Uh, kids but uh yeah she's really she's really good and she has a opinion about everything like a good Lebanese. <laughs> <laughs> Lebanese people are quite interesting yeah, yeah. uh there's a lot of uh jokes about them in the rest of the arabic world i'm sure um yeah. let's invite her next time yeah and talk a little bit about it yeah you do have an arabic name too um yes. so where does that come from so uh my father um so i'm also um uh Mixed meat, as they call. <laughs> <laughs> so my mother's German. My father's uh, born in India, but uh, moved to Pakistan during the big partition in the in the in the early fifties. Partition was actually forty seven, but yeah, he actually immigrated through uh, the Muslims. Actually went to Pakistan. The Hindus and the Sikhs went to India. So there's a big clash, and there's a lot of violence when that happened. But um, the way you the way you spell my name, I think uh, Tarek, you spell your name the same way. But this is more like. This is more like the um, Iraqi, Iranian, Pakistani way to spell our names. Uh-huh. In, in Lebanon, in Lebanon, they actually spell, spell it T A R E K. Okay, with uh, E. Yeah, and a K. You, e- have, you have a Q, right? Yeah, I have. But I have an I and a Q. Yeah, two of the same. Q. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's pronounced. When I think about how my parents would call me, I think it's pronounced with a like a sound in Spanish. I don't know it. Like, how, how do you pronounce your name? Well, me, I'm, I'm, I probably don't pronounce it properly, but <laughs> you don't it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I can't speak Arabic, but it's a, it's a da, like Darik. Oh, yeah. sounds interesting. Darik. I 
Pakistanis with tea. Maybe this Daw thing that's Pakistani. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that uh, my name and the last name is just a family name. It's from the from Muhammad the Prophet. It was yeah. It was uh, derived from that. Yeah. So interesting. So it's, it's it's more a Muslim type name rather than a yeah Arabic name. I would say. Quite a multicultural yeah. family there. <laughs> <laughs> your kids born in Japan. Yeah, so uh, my kids, um, so me being half German and half Pakistani slash Indian, and my wife being half Dutch and half Lebanese, so the kids are probably, what, a quarter each, born <laughs> in Japan with Canadian citizenship. So Man, your kids are going to be amazing. <laughs> yes. It's like, and uh, probably also genetically speaking, because... We all know that, like, the, the key is in the mix. So I've, I've heard things about, like, better immune system when, you know, people from different ethnicities mix. So your kids are probably going to be, like, immune to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Maybe coronavirus. I'm born <laughs> <in> coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I hope. COVID baby. <laughs> yeah, actually, the second one, when he was born, I wasn't allowed going to visit. I basically dropped my wife at the hospital. And I left. I wasn't allowed staying for the delivery or nothing. Oh, crap. And he had some complications. You have to go to ICU in another hospital. Oh, no. So my wife was in one in the clinic, the birthing clinic, for one week. I couldn't go see her. Not once. Not allowed. It was during oh. the uh, status of uh, emergency. Yeah. In, and in, in April. In, yeah, in Japan, we had yeah. a status. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was in the ICU. I was only allowed going three times a week for one hour max each time. So, um, Yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was difficult times, but yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, they're healthy, both healthy. Uh, so well, I'm glad. Uh, how was that experience? Uh, so having kids in a foreign country where you don't speak the language, they usually don't speak English, and during the Corona state of alert in Japan, how was that experience for you? Um, yeah, I think personally, I think in Japan, it's even if you don't speak the language, it's very welcoming and easy to do stuff get around and do things the problem is when my son my older one the three-year-old wasn't going to school for almost two months and he was stuck at home and i love the kid don't get me wrong he's but he's a little three-year-old that wants to like get out and go do stuff and even all the parks and the playgrounds were closed in my house and everything so yeah it was, right. it was, it was very difficult and i think the whole thing with corona um i think the main thing in my opinion is being able to go visit your family. For example, Christmas is coming up. Just going to Christmas, and we can go now. Japan will let you go, but there's so much, um, there's so many hoops you have to dive into to get to do this. Yeah. And the worst part is, is doing the quarantine, especially when I'm, like, if I want to go to Canada, to go to Canada, do a quarantine. So I go there and do a quarantine, and I come back. So I can't spend more than two or three weeks there, right? So, um, so I think that's that's very difficult, yeah. That sounds hard, you have yeah. to do quarantine now, in, Canada, yeah, in Japan. Yeah. In, Japan. In, Japan. in Japan, you do. Still. You don't. You don't. You don't. Not from October or something. Oh really? It changed. Yeah, yeah that's uh, a new thing. So they you change. only have to, yeah. to give the government your plan or something, and but you are not forced to stay in a hotel or you can go oh, home and, and live a normal life. Yeah, yeah, and I think they test you when you arrive also. Mm -hmm. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. But on the other side, going to Canada and quarantine, yeah, yeah. going on vacation, the quarantine and come back. Yeah. There's no point, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to live in a country that you don't speak the language mm. and they don't speak English. And we, we've all uh, experienced that. But having a wife that needs to uh, deliver, you say that? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Deliver. Yeah. Uh, it must be very hard. Yeah. But 
honestly, it wasn't it wasn't too bad because we went to the same clinic and the doctor, um, the doctor in that clinic is actually uh, he did a specialization in the U.S. and he's and he speaks English 100% fluent. The nurses and the midwives not so much, but people understand. The and clinics here are amazing eh? for. Well, I think you can either have a baby in a hospital or a birthing clinic, and the birthing clinics are amazing. amazing. It dwarfs. Well, I've only, I only know Canada, personally, and it <laughs> destroys it. It destroys <laughs> Canada. Destroy what? Basically, the the care you're giving, it's amazing here compared to Canada. In Canada, it's 100% free. Here, I think it's even with your insurance, it's like 70% free, but that extra 30% that you pay, you get quality care. <clears throat> For a week, so right? much better, yeah. And the food is actually edible food. Yeah. She gets massages. For the husband too. Like oh, you good. Get to eat? No, no, no. <laughs> husband, you go to family mart, <laughs> get an egg sandwich and a family chicky and a beer, and you're good. <laughs> That's alright. I guess husbands don't have a lot of time to visit the the wives no, either no, here no, in Japan. All the time. Come on. Yeah. Fifteen hour days. <laughs> By the way, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, Probably uh, since June, maybe. So what if, have you been up to uh, in this time? Well, um, besides working, um, uh, traveled, traveled, uh, went to Okinawa, went to Hokkaido. Um, this was, obviously there was that uh, lockdown, I guess, within that sort of period. Um, but uh, yeah, honestly, and uh, a lot of, a lot of our friends also left unfortunately but uh basically i've been spending more time with my family honestly yeah good i've been seeing uh, eddie here a couple times unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> i am here yeah. for your for yeah. your podcast i'm here yeah. Yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> and uh honestly i think in terms of uh going back to coronavirus i think japan is is handling it really well by the way because um they actually listen to what doctors say as opposed to You don't see any protests here about wearing masks. People wear masks anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. But people listen. They keep their distance. Uh, maybe it's a culture thing because no one shakes hands to start with. It's all uh, nodding your head or bowing. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Japan is 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 well set up for to beat this coronavirus thing before any other country, honestly. Mm. Tell you the truth. Yeah, I don't know if it's because of their experience with SARS or it's just because the culture, but. I think like the reason why we are in in the probably one of the best situations compared to other countries now for Corona is because they use the masks all the time. They are not uh, physical people in the sense that they don't touch each other. Yes. They keep the distances and and they they follow the rules yeah. <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah. I, so in this case, it's good. <laughs> that they yeah, but the thing is. You see, you look at the news in Canada, even my hometown, Montreal, and in the U.S., and in Europe, and there's these waves of people protesting like, against wearing masks. Yeah. Obviously, they're not wearing masks while they're doing it, like tens of thousands of people. Yeah. But you don't see that in Japan. But you have the you president of the United States, no? Yeah. Sitting around rallies, with, with yeah. thousands of people, and they are, like, most of them no, not wearing yeah. masks. And he had corona. And preaching that he's immune. I'm immune. Yeah. I'll kiss everyone in the whole world, but I'm immune. Like, <laughs> I'll come to Japan for that. I, I wonder uh, what Japanese people think when they see those things <laughs> happening uh, overseas. Well, they believe like, it's America. It's, uh, America is different. Yeah, yeah like they, they must probably see them like 
uh, aliens or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would, I would always think these countries would look out for the U.S., but not not, not, not in recent years. Not recent years. Yeah, not in like everything. Like in Spain, would you, when you would, before leaving Spain when you were young, would you look at the U.S. and I, say, oh, I, I, I want to go there? I always wanted to go to America. Yeah. And the closest I could go was Canada. Yeah. And I was really excited when I went to Canada. And honestly, I've been always very pro-American. But now, recently, with Trump on, on, the, on the president, being president, I lost, I lost uh, all, all this. Yeah, I think it gives a bad taste in the, internationally, I yeah. think, from like a diplomatic level. It gives a bad taste in people's mouths, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I but, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm not a, I'm not a Trump lover, but he didn't do everything too bad, so. <laughs> honestly. That's true, that's true. I think true. he did, he brought in some good, but just the rhetoric he spreads, it just wipes all the good stuff out, honestly. It wipes <laughs> everything out. Honestly, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Even, even in the, in the, I don't know if you watched the first debate at all with Biden, no. but the second one was canceled. But the first one, like, some stuff he was saying, it made sense. Honestly. It makes sense? It made sense, yeah. But the fact is that he's attacking and interrupting and doing all this, it just wipes everything out, man. You get, you, you get a completely... Lacking of manners. Yeah, you, you, get a com- yeah manners. you get a completely bad, bad uh, perception of him, honestly. Yeah. It's probably a good example that attitude is important. Uh, sometimes more important than skills. Yes. So, and that's, it's a pity, actually, because as you said, I think some, some things he does are not crazy. Yeah. But he acts in a way that it completely undermines yeah. the rest of the things he's doing. Yeah. So and he's seventy something. Come on, is that the best? Yeah. Both both are above seventy. Well, Biden, I think, would be the oldest president ever. Ever. Older than Reagan, even. Yeah. But Trump is now what, way younger. No, no, seventy no, something. He, he has he has maybe he had some facelifts and seven, stuff. Yeah, yeah but he's seventy. Yeah, yeah. He's in the yeah. early early. But he moves well. Stuff. He look he look younger. Yeah. yeah. He got surgery. the 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 color of the skin looked good. Well, that's that's orange. That's or- well, look, look better than, than Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you guys think he's he's gonna win? Uh, I, I think it's fifty fifty. Personally, nine, nine points. Uh, polls are bullshit, man. Yeah. Look at Hillary Clinton and uh, him. He was trailing like crazy in the polls against Hillary. But Clinton. to be honest, as you say, if I was American, I may. I don't know. I don't know. He does good things for the country. That's like he is a clown doing good things for yeah. the country. But I think the the divisiveness that he's done in the country, like splitting, there's a clear line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every people hate each other there. Yeah, they hate each other just because you're wearing a red hat. You make America great again. They freaking hate him. There's a, there's something. To and you hate think that's because of Trump? Because there is the virus. There is the Black uh, Lives Matter thing. Like there is a yeah. bunch of things like coming together. I think Trump created this. There's always some sort of but. There's always some sort of separation between the liberals and the conservatives, but I think Trump just made the trench much wider and much deeper. So it's a populist. It's so that's what yeah. people do. So that's why I think, honestly, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of Biden, to tell you the truth. But if I was American, I'd vote for Biden, mostly because he sur- it's the people you surround yourself with. Mm. In the Trump administration, I guarantee you go into the Oval Office or those meetings, it's, it's uh, everyone's a yes man. Yeah, I guarantee for sure. For sure. There's anyone that's anyone, anyone that goes is, against him gets yeah, fired. It's already fired. Yeah, he has, I think he has fired like from the beginning. Like yeah, quite a few one people. week already, like yeah. someone was out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's possible. probably acting like a ruthless uh, businessman, yeah. which might have worked in the past for him, yeah. but but not in this case. Um, and talking about politics, uh, 
and Japan, uh, you know that the president has uh, Abe, Shinzo Abe yes. resigned, and there is a new guy. I yes. forgot his name. Yes. Uh, Suga. Suga? Suga. Suga? Okay. But uh, so just for everybody else listening, we also have uh, a, la <laughs> a, a lady with us here. She's the producer. She was until now in the background, but she, she's going to help us with uh, Japanese affairs. Uh, her name is Hiroyo, and uh, she's actually Eddie's girlfriend. He brought her here. To make this podcast a little bit more colorful. So, um, so here, yeah, go on. And uh, so, what's the name of the of the guy? His name is uh, Prime Minister Suga Suga Yoshihide. Yoshihide. Suga Yoshihide. Suga. Suga-san. 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 Okay. Yeah. So I've heard what I've heard from mm -hmm. this guy is maybe not him, but um, there is a minister about transformation or something. Like he, he is on a war against the traditional Japanese um, hab habits, yeah, like that are basically slowing down businesses like the Hanko, which is the stamp that everybody used, which means that you have to print papers all the time and people that were supposed to work from home have to go to to the office just to stamp things. But that's, I, think I it's, love Hanko. It's yeah. crazy. Hanko's pretty cool. Hanko's pretty cool. But this PDF makes a secure signature now. Yeah, but the Hanko, they had itself, that for the Hanko itself, it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's, yeah, yeah. it's your name on it. Yeah, but it's, I, I always like, fuck it up, man. I, I feel like a king. Like, you know, ceiling When you envelopes. stamp it... It, it has to be in the right, in yeah. the right, yeah, and very vertical and. What I what I don't and I mean I, I I get I understand that it's something, uh, fancy especially for foreigners. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I came to Japan and we had this relocation company help us get the, the SIM card for the phone and the, um, the residence car and the the hanko to this mm -hmm. stamp that you need for, getting a bank account and for getting a credit card and so on and so. And then she told me, so the lady that was helping me with all that stuff, she said, never lose this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm going to keep it, but what happens if I lose it? Because I'm going to stay here for years. And she's like, you can't lose it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, is, is it that bad? Like, so, and then I realized she was right, unfortunately, because recently I wanted to uh, um, apply for a credit card. And, and I was uh, requested to bring the, this stamp or otherwise they wouldn't make a credit card. Like, mm. my signature would not be valid. Mm. It's crazy. That's crazy. Man. Like, I, I, can't tell, I cannot even imagine what would happen if I lose it. It's like, yeah. I'll be damned. Yeah. So Recently, I thought I, I lost it. Like, I, I, when I signed up to a gym <clears throat> recently, yeah. I went with, they have to withdraw from your account. You have to go with the account. And then one week later, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find this wow. goddamn Hanko was like stress because I, I the same girl probably told me the same thing yeah and I was like what I lost it four years after oh my god <laughs> so did you find it yeah I found it okay but I was stressed like I really thought like they put this fear on you probably that's, like, you can make another Hanko come on like what uh, probably you have to but there has to be th a that's mean. the problem with it it's so traditional and non it's non not friendly in that regard that you can just cancel it you know what I mean? Like, if it was electronic, you can say this is void. You're going to make it something else that's new. But come on, signatures. Like, 
But signatures is like obviously signatures is forgeable. It's bullshit too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the stamp, if someone steals your stamp, so it's some. It's, so we're talking about it's an like object a that can never be lost, or otherwise what? You no, electronic, man. You do it like no, fingerprints. Now you lose this this handkerchief. What? What's the what's the deal? I don't know. And uh, uh, why don't we ask you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know sure. any Japanese person that has ever lost? Actually, I never, I never heard, and I never thought, even thought about what. It can be lost. <laughs> it can yeah. It's an yeah. item that cannot be lost. Yeah, I mean, actually, never get, uh, thought about it, and I don't know what happens. But uh, the thing is, you register your real uncle to the ward office or something. Yes. So. Um, Probably once you lose it, you have to go to the word office. Yeah, there, there, must, be a, there must be a procedure. Unfortunately, uh, the procedure yeah. would take you years. But do people mm -hmm. actually check your hanko? Let's say you go bank, for example. Yeah. Do they take your hanko? Oh, that's the real hanko. Do <laughs> oh, they do, they do shit because if the stamp is slightly, the ink is slightly yeah, moved, enough, they, they can't reject your... No, no, that's fine because I can use your stamp. She can use your stamp. T2 can use your stamp. We can yeah. all use your stamp. But I'm, I'm wondering, does the person, the credit card company, take your stamp and say, this is his real handkerchief? Ah, no. I don't know, but maybe, I guess they do, because when you apply uh, to open the bank account, you have to stamp. So I'm guessing, I, I hope, mm -hmm. that they do cross-check. Otherwise, it will make it's no bullshit. sense. Yeah. <laughs> same with, <laughs> same with okay, okay. With signatures, they do, right? With sign in banks, they check I think your ID and, and... Yeah, sometimes they look. Or if there's a... Basically, that's why you sign your credit card uh, yeah. receipts before the PIN. I yeah. used to sign it. Yeah, yeah. Not always. But that's only when you can test it. But not always. What happens when you don't put the PIN or you don't put the... Signature? Oh, because it's a low amount, right? It's only one. Yeah, yeah. Like, but maybe below 50 bucks or something. I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But in, in any case, and I think we've all experienced this, that, uh, you know, using the Hanko, this stamp, or having to use paper for everything, uh, I don't know, like requesting for holidays at your company or... Or fax machines. Yeah, the fax... So yeah. in, in the piece of... <laughs> I'll send you later the piece of news. So they were saying that 90-something percent of Japanese companies use fax machines. Yeah, I read that too, actually. And then it was like, what was it for the for the households? It was like 35% or something. I was like, 35%? 35% of households in Japan use fax machines? What do they use it for? I, I think I've never used a fax machine. <laughs> like, why? I mean, we have emails, we have... I don't understand. And I think it's because people... And, and that's my takeaway, but... Here are you can correct us. I think that here people in Japan, uh, you know, uh, have uh, attachment mm. for the processes they use, and then <laughs> it's harder mm. to change things, yeah. and e even the, the smallest things, mm. which really for me it's a great contrast with the fact that there is a lot of technological things here in Japan, yeah. like companies that build like the most modern cars or robots or things like that. So I don't understand that. Like maybe you can give us a some yeah, hints. Yeah, the fax. There are still many companies using fax. For example, uh, before I used to work in an IT company, and uh, from our company, whenever we send some documents, we send with a PDF. But there are certain companies, customers, clients that doesn't have email. 
Probably they're having internet. I don't know. I'm not sure, but they don't have email. Really? So, yeah. Really? Wow. Which is like uh, some, uh, I don't know, some local companies who's doing with a husband and wife and maybe five coworkers together. Probably some of, sometimes whenever the owner is old, they don't have internet system. Then the only system we can send some document is fax. Interesting. So I would say... You, you just gave the number of percentage of uh, companies or people who's using the fax in Japan. Yeah. I think there are old generation. Okay. Yeah, younger generation, I'm sure they're using PDF or even screenshots or okay. these kind of things, yeah. So, old people. Old people. <laughs> you know, you know what? <laughs> but there are a lot. But yeah, Japan has uh, one of the highest rate of uh, elderly people. So maybe that, that makes sense, no? Mm. Yeah. That contributes the number of um, Yeah, but even usage. even when I think about Spain mm. or other Western countries, even old people sometimes they kind of get forced by society to um uh, to change, yeah, mm. to update the and I've seen pe- old people in Spain like in the news uh, learning how to use the computers and Skype and Zoom whatever, especially now with the pandemic. Mm. So I don't know. It sounds strange to me, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's only old people because you know one of my first impressions when I came to Japan. I think it was the first day. I went to the ward office to get my residence card. So first of all, the the look of the ward office inside for me it looked like a nursery school because of all these. Um, I don't know how to call it, but like cartoons. Manga. And then and then you realize that in Japan they use it for everything, yeah. but it was full of. Card kids, you know, it was like in, infant style yeah. cartoons, and I was like, "Is this a serious place?" Like, <laughs> see, I was like, what the? And then yeah. I I realized that they use paper, like they were coming with huge books, yeah. full of probably information of the residents of this ward, mm. and I was like, "Really? Like they do it on paper?" Mm. And they did, and I was pretty amazed because my image of Japan has always been like the top technology country but then when you come here to live you realize that you know yeah. it's not black or white that mm. there is a lot of gray area mm. and so so yeah that, that's but i like it yeah. i personally love that that mix <laughs> yeah, honestly i think it's not good for the environment that's another thing but i like i like it. the old, yeah so you're saying that you, you like the mix between the traditional and yeah, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah imagine imagine you lose this hat it's beautiful. It, it all the kanjis. It, it's like uh, I once heard that young generations of, of Japanese are using more romantic uh, um, katakana. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly why, but uh, I heard that more into katakana. So who said that to you? The, it's my Japanese <laughs> oh, really? um, karate sensei he said that to me. They are more into. Is he young or old? He's fifty one. Fifty. Yeah. Fifty one. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I imagine the kanjis are lost, man. He's Japanese. <laughs> Imagine yeah. they start writing like us, yeah, yeah, then yeah. that's not good. No, that would just lose the culture, because culture is really based on yeah. But it's, and honestly, now that I'm studying the language, sometimes I, I think, why? why it, language is supposed to communicate people. Why they do that? To, to like, to that is super, super complicated. Yeah. Like, honestly, the even for, if for them, no, 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 it's way more complicated okay, than okay. alphabet. It's, 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 and they admit it. They yeah, admit yeah. it. So... Someone, some time ago, like long time ago, did something very complicated to communicate, which now is beautiful. 
but it's way more English is super easy compared like yeah, that's honestly it's that's why everyone speaks English exactly so yeah. what I realized and I've been a detractor of kanjis for most of my life here in Japan <laughs> I was like, why do they need them? Like it's it's the same sound as the hiragana, katakana, which are the two alpha other two alphabets, are much easier because there is like forty something I don't know words to uh, sorry symbols to to learn. Well, again, uh, whereas in katakana, in sorry in kanji, it's like eight thousand, but people can live with two or three thousand, but still. But now that I'm studying more Japanese, I realized that it's actually useful. Yeah. Because otherwise it's difficult to read hiragana. Yeah, it, or it's too long, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's too long. It's or useful it's one the, once the language is complicated. You know, and already. sometimes the word in hiragana is the same for two different things. Ah. Yeah. It's like, for example, hashi, hashi is like the chopsticks and it's bridge. So you need the kanji mm. because it's different to know what are they talking about, you know? So it's actually useful. But shouldn't it come in the context of the, se- of the phrase? Of the you, you, yeah, sure. You, you can do yeah. that too. But but when you're reading, I guess, the newspaper at you know, high speed, mm. I guess it's useful to, to see yeah. the kanji. Yeah. So I recently but realized... No doubt it's complicated language. And no doubt it's, it's, uh, it's difficult to... Like, they have different levels of politeness. Well, why? You know, we, we, you can have certain words for politeness. But they have a different, pretty much a mm. different language, but depending it's, who you are talking to. It's interesting how they still they still keep this. Mm. That's, that's they, very they good. still learn it yeah. in, in elementary school, and yeah, mm. so it's very interesting. I guess it's about uh, preserving their culture. Yeah. Like mm. they are. So this is an island, and I think that has to do with the fact that their education and their life, they're curious. I think Japanese people are probably some of the most curious people, uh, but. At the same time, they preserve their stuff. They want to know about the others. They want to know about, you know, where are you from? What do you do? What's your customs? What's your food? But they would maybe never get into the point where they would mix, you know, they just mm. want to, you know, try it or see it, but then they would always go back to mm. their customs. I don't know what you think, Hiroya. Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, one of the traits about Japanese, mm-hmm. which is like... Um, they're curious. That's why you see whenever you're traveling abroad, whenever you go to Bali or France or everywhere you go, there are so many Japanese you notice. Yeah. There are many students coming to study mm. for walking holiday, just traveling. There are so many. But in the end, they mostly go back to Japan because <laughs> Japan is the most comfortable place. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very clean. Yeah, and yeah, that's safe. true. That's- Honestly, and that's yeah. true. When you get used to that, to this level yeah. of comfort, it's no. Uh, but it's the cleanliness, cleanliness is crazy. Like yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a city like Nagoya, like metropolitan Nagoya, is mm. like what? At least ten million people, right? Mm. Four, four or five million. Yeah, but if you look far, maybe far, yeah. Or it's yeah. I know it's a third. But look at look at Tokyo. It's thirty million people. But and you look at the street. It's like there's no garbage anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. No, it's you go you clean, go in yeah. the center of Tokyo. It's yeah. it's like uh, Shibuya. Yeah. How many people per minute? Yeah. Go through that, that hundreds that, and hundreds and yeah, and it's clean. It's yeah, like yeah. A, so not even the cleanest uh, street in Spain. Yeah. Like and I that. think the way the reason it's clean, I guess it's it's a cultural thing. But I mm. I know also there's no public garbage cans. Garbage, yeah. Mm. So people keep their garbage. Yeah. And they in the cultural part of it, they just don't throw it on the floor. Yeah. There's no cigarette butts anywhere. Yeah. There's and no, I think also no t- tourists have maybe I'm wrong. But tourists behave better here too. I think so. <laughs> like I, you yes. know, like you come here as a tourist. I my friends that came here, 
and they have a Starbucks, uh, yeah. and and then they say the first thing is where the hell do I put this? Yeah. <laughs> but then they, they they feel bad to put it some like, and then everybody keep it until find some. Maybe yeah. then they don't recycle, like they don't put it in the yeah. cor- in the right yeah. right uh, trust. But it's still they they keep it until they yeah. they go home yeah. or, or so convenient or something. For me, that's uh, the uh, public pressure, or peer peer pressure, mm-hmm. what they call peer pressure, and I think that's another. Uh, very important concept here in Japan. Like people do a lot of things because of peer pressure. Mm-hmm. So in sometimes it's useful. I don't always agree with it, but yeah. sometimes, especially in these cases, mm-hmm. it's actually very useful. Like being clean, uh, you know, not not touching anything that is not yours. Um, stealing. There's no stealing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's zero. That's what, mm-hmm. Exactly. I haven't locked my bike since I got to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> So all these things, I think that's what makes the country super comfortable. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword, at least for me as a foreigner, because it's probably the most comfortable country I will ever live in. But at the same time, it's so different. Yeah. So I'm not sure what level of adaptation would require to feel 100% you know, part of it. Probably never. Mm-hmm. But... I guess learning Japanese helps a lot and, you know, trying to have Japanese friends help a lot. But, but yeah, definitely it's a very comfortable country. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to live here. Yeah. But you, I think you, because it's very, there's not a lot of immigration here, so it's very homogeneous. Mm-hmm. So I think you, you probably will never be accepted. Even if you were, if you married, like even if you married, there's still always you'll still always be a foreigner. I'm the guy who married the Japanese yeah, you're I'm always, that guy. You're always a foreigner. Yeah. That guy is yeah. 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 No, we have, we have Angel, who is a guy who's married to a Japanese mom. He always said that in the family book, he appeared as the guy. So he's not the head of the family. The head of the family is the, woman, the, the, the wife in this mm. case, because she's Japanese. And he's just someone who is married to the head of the family. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is you know that's the kids and all. but so the kids last name or his last name or the, the kids uh, last name, or his last name? Sure. I think the first name so I know this so the first uh, name of the, the family name of the kids is Japanese there you go. Uh, the in their Japanese passport and then it's the Spanish name in their Spanish passport. Oh, really? Yeah, oh it's. God, that's is, not confusing. That's no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So, so oh, to be a terrorist, maybe. So, <laughs> or so, spy. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure if they have a Spanish family name in their Japanese passport because usually Japanese people have only one family name. Mm. So I think they just put the mother's family name to not confuse her for whatever reason, and and yeah, it's it's. So. Yeah. Oh, you have a you have a yeah, mix in Japan. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I've heard a lot of stories. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, right now, if you asked me in the past, I would be like ranting about all this shit. But now I'm in the mindset of just accepting it the no, way it is. It is what it is. It honestly. Is. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me at all. It just is what it is. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, but it may bother me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about what? If, yeah. What if you now you're married and have your kids? But if you wouldn't be married and marry a Japanese woman, and all these things happen, and I hear from from our friend this guy a lot of stories, and other guys too, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why? Yeah, honestly, it would bother me because if I marry a Japanese woman, I'd like to l- probably live in Japan for longer than I have in my mind. Right yeah. Now. Because in my mind right now, I don't think I'm going to stay 
that long. Maybe maximum, maybe a few more years, you know. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm never gonna settle in Japan. Exactly. But like, I have a guy on my soccer team. Um, basically, his son, elementary school. Um, Someone he, in the futsal. Yeah, in the futsal, Chris. Mm. I forgot his names. I don't know. Chris, 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 One Chris. So his son, basically, um, he doesn't want to talk to his father because he's. And he's like, he's What? young. He's like six years old. He's like, no, you're, you're Gaijin. I don't talk What? to you. What? I talk to my What? mom. What? I'll show you the story on Facebook. What? I'll That's show you. Crazy. And he's really bothered Holy by it. Holy shit. And, sorry. He's I really bothered. The son doesn't want to speak to father? Yes. Father? Yes. His own son? Yes. And he's like, you're, you're not Japanese. Me, and, me, me and mom are hell? Japanese. Yeah. And he's very bothered by this. So, but he wanted, because of this, he wants to bring his kid back to English oh, teach, he's half British Chris is British yeah, right? yeah. so he wants to bring his teach his kid English so he started an initiative having a, a soccer league for kids oh I've three, seen that three to he, nine year olds yeah he, has in Japan, uh, he started the soccer league uh, last week I think two weeks yeah. ago for kids, for kids yes. and he wants his kid and it's only in English you go there you speak English he's Japanese forcing, kids he's forcing his, his son to play in the league it's, yeah it's, uh, his son likes soccer he plays in the league yeah So, but he wants to like, show his son that It's there's not bad than, to speak English. And it's more than, yeah. than Japanese. Yeah. You know that? And he has a feeling his son was probably made fun of at school for being half possible that, Oh my God, that's... Yeah, also, that maybe, that maybe that's a reason. Yeah. I'm trying to think about why. And maybe it's his son just trying to avoid being bullied yeah. in the school. Maybe, But yeah. Bo that, bullied? Probably a, I think it's so, something to do with his friend yeah. at school. Yeah. So, so the, I've, I've heard... I, I haven't, uh, luckily, lived ever this ever, but I've heard stories about... Half was like half half kids being bullied at school. They call them. Uh, I I've heard that they even call them sometimes like dirty blood or things like that. Pump? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know at which extent this is true, but it's uh, there are stories. So I I would understand that that could be yeah. a case. Yeah. And it's sad. That's sad, man. Yeah, and the guy was the guy was torn, man. He was torn. Oh, yeah. He was oh, like, yeah. Of course. My kid, and obviously with coronavirus, they used to go back. He, he told me every six months, he used to go on vacation to England to basically, and his kid Refresh. would like speak yeah, English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But coronavirus, he hasn't been yeah. in a year back. So, so um, we have here our um, Japanese affairs advisor. So, what, what <laughs> Hiroyo, what, what do you think about this? Like, because I, I guess you are not in that uh, you know, trend because obviously you are dating a foreign guy, but. Um, have you ever seen this or heard about this or experienced this? Uh, half the same yeah, like somehow discrimination against half-half kids yes. or foreigners that are married to Japanese women. Yeah. Or in your high school, did kids get made fun of for being half food? Uh, well, like, for example, interestingly, my generation, I'm, I'm 26 right now, and my generation, in general, mixed kids are rather welcome Rather than more than uh, more than typical just normal Japanese, they are considered oh you're mixed oh lucky you um but the thing is does, in it, Japan, does it depend what your other half is yeah yeah and <laughs> in Japan it's it's also interesting like the half who is means mixed kid half half although it always refers to half Japanese and half Caucasian it's not half Japanese and half Chinese or half Korean or half I don't know half black for example so um we have this uh, preconception let's say that uh, half tends to be white mixed 
and good looking. So if you're <laughs> hafu and not beautiful, a lot of Japanese starts to bully them. Okay. So there's a, like but we're talking about British. British are good. Yeah, he's a, good ha- he's a half based on the definition. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. The, uh, like the tennis player Osaka who just won the US Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's half half black. I wonder what Japanese think of her really. I I've Japanese. heard stories about her being discriminated because yeah. of being black. But what's her name? Naomi Osaka. Yeah, I I've heard stories in the papers about yeah, she, her being discriminated. She's number right? one in the world. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but she's been there was not so long ago, like, events of her being um, not, uh, what was it? Not taken into account for some interviews or not being interviewed or being just disregarded by the press or something like that. I don't remember very well, but mm-hmm. stories like that. And, you know, one wonders at some point how far this uh, discrimination could go in mm-hmm. Japan. I don't know. Uh, and... And it's it's obviously not everybody because mm. we all have a lot of uh, friends and you know we work with people that are amazing. But you know it it happens, and we as foreigners, honestly, I haven't experienced it in myself a lot. But probably because of my situation, like a white male from the West uh, with a good job, um, so I guess there is ranks and grades amongst the. Uh, like everywhere else, I guess. Yeah. But I think we're all the same. Mm. Yeah. Maybe Eddie has different stories. It's no. Uh, have I ever experienced some... Being pointed uh, out? Not really. In the good sense. I have, I've always yeah. been pointed out as... Oh, good. In a good sense. Uh, yeah. I've been proud of that point out. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you're proud. accepted by Hiroyo's family, no? They love yeah. you? Am I? Yeah, they, all, they all love him. They yeah. all love him a lot. Yeah. Am I? So the thing is, my family background, I mean, my... My father had a job in France, and I spent my childhood three years in France. So my family. No, with your family, it's yeah, all. They all yeah. speak English. They're more open-minded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe it's more. So, so, for example, I would say what happened with the coronavirus, when the government did not allow mm. to come inside the country to yeah. resident, resident yeah. foreigners. To yeah, that was weird. Permanent residents, even. yeah. So that was the only con- uh, civilized or first world country who didn't allow this kind of, and that was discrimination. That was, that, yeah. was the, that, that kind of things. And probably the guy who took that decision on one to one, he's a great guy. Yeah. But when they put him in this position in a high management, and that was happening in many probably yeah. Japanese companies. Honestly, that's so one to one, one to one, it's good. But yeah. when you put this person on the social position. Then it gets all fucked up. Then it's yeah, fucked. in Japan they also have a lot of uh, hierarchy. hierarchy yeah. Depends a lot on your on your. They would respect your manager like crazy, even though he has no idea what he's doing. You have seen that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> not really in my job actually. But uh, yeah, I've that's seen that. Typical. But it's I can see, I can see how that's very typical. Uh, me personally, uh, I would love to see a shift in the Japanese culture, and maybe we foreigners. I was gonna say maybe we are not the ones that should be saying this, but maybe yes, because like we can bring different ideas to the country. I would love to see that there is a shift, especially through among young people, and you know while keeping the good things of the Japanese culture, which are you know hundreds, but you know changing these little things because I think that would make Japan 
definitely the best country to live, definitely. So it's like there is things that I see here that I don't know how many years would my country take to adopt. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe they don't want foreigners here, man. But uh, you, yeah, you can't survive without that, honestly. Because the population is... Exactly. Anyway. So it doesn't... Yeah, yeah you're uh, right. Honestly, you're right. it doesn't matter whether... No, it's, it's fine. But it doesn't matter whether they like them or not. Like, they are now importing uh, people they from need the it. South East. Since, since yeah. 2017, they're making the permanent residency way easier for... For example, I, I applied for it. And since 2017, it's relatively easy to get the residency mm. for qualified um, people. So honestly, even so my... They, they are relaxing like Canada. Yeah. It's yeah. a country that who will not survive for different reasons, yeah. perhaps. But, but especially in Japan because you have the older yeah. people and the, the population boom from the older people. Who's going to pay their pensions? You know? yeah. like, so it's yeah. just... Yeah. Who is yeah, going to, who, who I don't know, work on the industry or work on different like, like convenience? Who's yeah. going to services? Convenience yeah. store. Yeah, and uh, uh, caregivers for old people. This yes. is the biggest issue now, right? Especially <laughs> in the countryside. So they have to bring people and train them and teach them Japanese so I think it's starting like we're starting to see a, a decline in the population um, I don't know I on one hand I think it's positive on the other hand even I'm a foreigner I also have my days where I think like maybe if this gets uh, swamped by foreigners it's gonna spoil everything I yeah yeah so I'm I, I don't like foreigners. Fucking guidance. Yeah. So living four years, it changed. The <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Is I wanna keep the 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 Japanese things. No, even myself, like it's interesting when I see something like wrong in the street. That's probably a gaijin. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm like, this is probably. This is probably a foreigner that did it, and I'm like, fuck, I'm a foreigner. But you get into this mentality. But you feel yeah. that you are less right. foreigner because you have lived four years here. Yeah. And so you are more, have more rights. Yeah. You just, <laughs> I, see it, I think you just see the patterns and you see you're, that the Japanese yeah, people yeah. don't do it. So it's yeah. probably, it's a foreigner. And you're getting rights. Just being here longer, you're not that type A funny of thing, I was at the rugby um, uh, in Tokyo watching, uh, I forget, South Africa against, I don't know, someone. And there was a bunch of foreigners. It was actually, I wasn't at the rugby match. It was a, it was like a party spot where you can watch the rugby on the, on the big screen. And there was people from all over the world in there. Um, I was actually with Wayne and Louise there. And we are watching rugby and they had these draft beers in, in the plastic cups. And a, a South African guy comes and there was like, he goes, he's finished and he has this, there's like four garbages. He's like, do I throw this? <laughs> and he throws it. And the wrong one. It wasn't on purpose, but in my head, I saw him. He threw it in the wrong one. He didn't give a shit. He turned around. And I go like this on him. I'm like, you, you, you got to put it in the right one, man. Like, did you, like, did you ever say that? Did you ever say that before no. you came to Japan? Oh, yeah. shit. No, no, man. Yeah, and yeah. I, he actually I, it I think, to be honest, I still throw things on the wrong garbage can. So I cannot. I'm not yeah, but that's that. just something that's. But yeah, I got I, I've also seen images. I don't know if it was from the Rugby World Cup, but people in the subway in Tokyo, foreigners, uh, singing and the trains and hanging from the from the upper bars and doing like crazy stuff. And Japanese people were like, you know, holy shit, what's going on? <laughs> and when I saw the images, I was like, fucking gaijins, like fucking foreigners, <laughs> you know. They are, they're just embarrassing us and destroying. And 
And then I, I do like a, you know, self uh, uh, awareness of, of my thoughts. And I was like, I'm thinking like a Japanese now. And it's probably because you change a little bit. Yeah, yeah. After we've been here four years, I, you have to change a little bit to yeah. adapt. I don't know how you guys feel. You've changed since you came here. Honestly, I don't think I can go back and live in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Do, yeah, I can't deal with that. Like talk, talk to, to our friends in yeah, Wales. Yeah, yeah. I don't Honestly, know what, what. Have you talked to them? What's their impression? Yeah. Well, they're. I don't. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to say anything. But, but, but people, people in general are like, like. Yeah. It's, like adapting it's like oh my god yeah but this is dirty you, you can't compare that with them because they're living like in the suburbs we're in the city it's, yeah. it's awesome in the city but yeah it's dirty for example I know for sure I have kids and every time I go to the subway in Japan every single subway station has an elevator so you have your, you have your stroller everything in Montreal they don't give a shit there's no <laughs> elevators man anyway for example you know what I mean yeah yeah that's one thing and then I know when I go back and also Another example with kids. Sorry for that, but anyway, you go to like anywhere, any mall, any Aeon, any anywhere. There's if you have to feed your kid, there's a baby room. You can heat your milk. You can change the diaper. In Canada, they don't have that, man. They don't have it. Like in you do Japan, it on the they floor. Have this, this for men, this uh, toilets where they put the sign of the the, the dad. Like yeah, scooping yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. the baby on the yeah, <laughs> and the chair. Yeah, that, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those are uh, places where dads with kids can go and do Dump. their yeah. dump, uh, <laughs> and their <laughs> and their babies would be in a special <laughs> hanging on a special <laughs> yeah. thing. But it's it's your baby's there watching you. Yeah. It's, yeah. Again, I guess same philosophy. Convenient. It's like convenient yeah, stuff yeah. all yeah. all around the place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have the same feeling as you. Like, I know if I could go back to Europe now, like, I would probably, the first months would be terrible for me. Culture shock, right? Yeah, counterculture, I guess counterculture. I have a friend going back to Spain now. We have a friend. Carlos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I told him, like, you need a week of of military training. Like, because we're so safe here. We are like, oh oh my God, the last time I was worried about my safety in the street, I don't know, what was that? Never. Never. Ever. Ever. Here, I was... Uh, Ever. Never. So, but I felt threatened sometimes in, you know, the countries. Yeah. In Spain, in, in America, or kind of... I felt threatened, and when you put your muscle tense, like... Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna, you know, fight or something. Yeah, yeah, Never felt it here. So I told Carlos, like, be ready to put your, your iPhone in the... Well, inside the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Don't leave it in... Like, uh, you need a week or, of decompression, I think. Or, or more, even. That being said, I think Japan's maybe, like... Uh, it's a dreamland. It's a dreamland. Yeah, land. yeah. We're, we're living in the... Yeah. 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 It's a dreamland. It, it's sort of s- surreal. Like, no other country is anywhere no. close to this. Yeah, maybe it's a problem when you leave. Lollipops and... Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Cotton candy clouds and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Kawaii stuff. All. Kawaii. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. It's going to be a trauma when we leave the country. Yeah. Except the, the weather and the, 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 the earthquake and this kind of thing. Right? Yeah. But, but even even for that, they're ready. Like, you, you have countermeasures for everything. Well, the buildings are designed, right? For yeah. And, and and everything. And I don't know. I guess, like, when there's a typhoon, they just stop the trains at the right time and the buses and, like, people get out of work earlier. Yeah, and very conservative, that, for sure. Yeah. Only that? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> the most conservative they country you've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, the sure. room, like, not going to work or, or like, really... Safety first, yeah. like uh, just in case. Maybe yeah, the typhoon yeah. is coming yeah, yeah. like hundred kilometers yeah, away, yeah. but just, just in, in case. case. Yeah. 
But I wonder, there is a theory that says that for Japanese people that have only experienced this, they become, how can I say this? They very sensitive uh, towards any other behavior, any other... Uh, yeah, like any, I, as as soon as they leave the country for whatever reason, like work, holidays, studying, they are in trouble because they get robbed, and 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 people know, like people in other countries know it. They're like, I I guess like the the, the thieves, they're like, oh, the Japanese, you know, let's go get them. So, and I, I guess they, like when you think about the dirtiness, people speaking very loud especially in Latin countries and things, maybe small things, but when you think about like the toilets, yeah, like <laughs> the toilets, like when I think about <laughs> a Western toilet now, yeah, yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I don't want to use it. And so, and I'm a foreigner, so I don't, I guess for a Japanese person that has always lived in Japan, yeah. it has to be, a, that's like a trauma. Yeah, it is. It is surprisingly dirty over there from the airport, all dirty. <laughs> And also, like, um, I remember... <laughs> Come on, not, not on the airport. Tell us, Come tell on. us your experience. Honestly, have you ever I been mean, to an airport in Chicago? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. it's okay. dirty. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking of Madrid airport. It's pretty clean. And I don't want to give my girlfriend bad impression of foreign countries. No, 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 no. <laughs> she knows it. She knows well, it. I already know. I already know. Like uh, in France, in a public bathroom, and there's a chewing gum on the way. Where do I sit? You know? And I change. I change. Yes. I look for another seat, and yeah. there is something else. You need oh. to pick the the, I, the best. Yeah. Okay, you, you have three. Which one? Yeah. Yeah, but the one will to touch a seat. Right? Yeah. You touch a seat when you sit. <laughs> no, 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 in France, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Never? <laughs> but in yeah. Japan, you do, right? Yeah, of course, wow, yeah. Yeah, in the public? Yeah, yeah, in Japan. I always put clean. paper. Oh, I, always put I paper. wipe it, I wipe okay. it. And there is a sanitizer. In yeah, the there is, there is <laughs> even in the, so, even in the, the worst, worst <laughs> places, there is sanitizer yeah. liquid. Yes. So you, oh. you can kind of clean even the... Even before COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah. It's, I, that's one of the things... I don't know. I'm not sure whether the Japanese government is giving us the proper number of infected numbers. But if the number they say is correct, then maybe this cultural thing, like uh, in the bathroom, yeah. even before the COVID, there was alcohol spray. Yeah. And public bathroom is all clean. And also, whenever we yeah. go out, we of course, we put our shoes and when we go inside the house, we remove it. Yeah. We don't climb on the sofa or bed. Yeah. But it's true. So. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, by the way, that's something I've, I've seen today in the news that mm -hmm. people in Spain are starting to do now because of the COVID. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, leaving their shoes in the entrance mm -hmm. just because of that now. Yeah. We're going to be doing Japanese No, but in yeah. Spain, you don't take your shoes off when you enter Never. a house? No, no. Like, you take them up wow. to the bedroom. Yeah, bedroom. Canada, yeah. You do. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. That, that's because of the snow. But US, yeah, wow. snow or that's, the weather. Yeah. yeah, but you typically always take your shoes off. Man, but in Canada the US, I noticed you don't. Okay. No. Canada, Canada is because I remember someday I didn't remove my boots. And the problem is you. You didn't you, take shower? No, no, no. I, you, you, you go inside, <laughs> the, you go inside the, the, the house with the boots and all is full of. Um, what do you say this? This Rock thing salt, they use, salt, rocks. Like salt. they used to, to, Gravel, to melt, salt, yeah. melt the. Canada is a different, like, Canada is similar to Japan, but in a different way, like, uh, like mm. they have a, it's different, because they are considered the Japanese of North America. Oh, really? The Canadian, yeah. The polite, the yeah. good boys of North America. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So you're a good guy, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure if it's ev- like all Canada the same or I don't know. The Canada well, is cold. Canada yeah, is Canada. Everyone cold. lives ne- next to the border, so it's the warmest <laughs> spot, but it's still cold, I guess. Cold. But you like cold. cold? Yeah, I like cold. I like playing hockey outside, skiing, snowboarding. Yeah. Honestly, I don't mind the cold weather. You like that's why we you are icing probably icing guy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's I, I could say that. Because, uh, there are many Canadians that are not icing. But honestly, today. the reason I went into icing is because it was the right place at the right time. Because oh, yeah? I was, uh, I'm a thermodynamics, thermal fluid guy. Uh, specialized in that in my in my bachelor's, and I did a master's in that experimental, and basically. Um, I went into the thermodynamics department um, when I went to Bombardier. And there was uh, the guy the guy that was working on icing. We were responsible for thermal management of the aircraft for um, decompression and ice protection. And the guy that went and was in ice protection, he got into some argument with one of the suppliers. And he didn't want to work on icing anymore. He's like, no, I'm out. I'm not working icing. Like uh, a, bit of a, a bit of a baby move. but So then the section chief came to me. He's like, do you want to do icing? I'm like, Fuck yeah, because that guy left. No, he he was still there, but he just switched. Uh, he something switched. Uh, yeah, he worked on something else. Yeah. So yeah, and ever since then, um, yeah, I, I've seen an icing. So icing is very interesting. Yeah. Before you didn't know anything about icing. Nothing, zero. Yeah. And you started to get interested. Yeah, I worked on the. Uh, I worked on a on a Learjet program, at Bombardier, and then um, I moved out over to the C series, which is now the Airbus A220. Uh, we certified the system there, and then I came here. But yeah, um, yeah. I, what, what's it's interesting inter- about icing? The thing about it, the interesting about icing is that you have the, it's really environmental dependent. So you have this all environmental, but it mixes the thermal, and the design aspect together. So you have the icing aspect that you have to design to, and you have the thermal aspect. And there's a lot of systems on the airplane, that ha- that need to be anti-ice, because mm-hmm. the way you certify an aircraft, the probability of entering icing is one. It's a hundred percent probability. So you need, if you want to certify an aircraft for icing conditions, which all commercial airlines do today, because otherwise, flying no, clouds, yeah, flying in clouds below a certain temperature. Um, if you don't have an aircraft that's certified in icing, no one's going to buy it. So you need mm. to certify it for icing. And basically, have all these systems on the aircraft that that require ice protection. And it's very interesting. And there's a bunch of mixers. The wing anti-ice, which is probably the most popular, but you also have the engine inlets. You have the uh, air data probes, the pitot probes, all that. So yeah, those those windshields. Yeah. When they don't have ice protection, they. We have seen many, many. Yeah, the uh, Air France four four seven off the coast and of Brazil. Recently, yeah. else, another Boeing had a problem with the. Or maybe it was the three seven three seven that finally was suspected. Initially, it was suspected to be the icing on the. Oh, uh, they had some thought of that, but yeah. yeah finally, it was, finally was, went back was, to bad design. Yeah, yeah, thank God. <laughs> bad design of the yeah, AOA yeah. sensors. Yeah. Ice is interesting. I, I've never worked in ice. Uh, ice pro- I've never worked in anything related to ice protection. And and when I met you guys, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like when when you talk about ice crystals, and yeah. like this guy's very passionate. About yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I get concerned. Yeah, that's what you say. You're Canadian, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's nobody from here starting on that. I don't see any like. I've, it's just it's honestly it's. It's so it's such an interesting part of the aircraft design. Oh, would you mind changing to another system? I'd like to stay in thermodynamics or thermal management or icing. That I, honestly, that's what. Right when I started engineering, that was my. That's what Passing. I loved the most. Yeah. yeah. My first year, 
there's I think there's a thermodynamics course, and right up from there, like, yeah, let's do that. I love it. But even when I when I I finished my masters, I worked at uh, I worked in Prenton Whitney actually, and um, I was working on the uh, engine engine the FADEC control systems design aspect, and honestly, it never no. it was it was interesting, but it never really it never really got, piqued my interest, you know. So I always wanted to go into the into the thermal management aspect. Yeah, I've never flown. I'm not sure I've ever flown in icing, real icing conditions in a commercial airline. I know I've flown in. in well, I'm sure. I'm sure you passed through a cloud. The system went yeah, on. Yeah, sure. You probably didn't and see anything. Lately, once I started working more deeply in, in icing, I was paying more attention to the noise of the wind and system yeah. to make sure that is it act, like. And I remember one of the few times, like lately, I, I flew and we passed through a cloud. I pay attention. And, uh, yeah, I could I could differentiate that change of noise like, for the from, engine, right? From the engines and the, boom, and the power settings coming yeah. from, from the engine. Yeah, and that was like ah, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. and it's cool. Like some thing that nobody in the airplane probably is noticing because yeah. the noise is very big in the airplane anyway. Yeah, but there is a small change of noise of noise. Yeah, and other than that, you know, nobody no, knows. No, no, other no, than no. that, nobody feels anything. Yeah. But you know the engines now behaving different. It's putting more air. The yeah. wings are getting heat up. Yeah, these kind of things are cool. No? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like uh, nobody else on the airplane knows that. But you just Honestly, slight you, change, slight yeah, change yeah. on the noise is is you are experienced and you yeah, yeah for sure. It's uh, it's extremely interesting, and you know certification is yeah. they do it on purpose to be over conservative or in sufficiently conservative. Yeah. So even if you don't stay in icing, uh, for example, the max ice shape is a 45 minute shape, you're gonna stay in icing condition for 45 minutes, it's never, it never happens. Mm -hmm. But you need to certify to that, and that shows the safety of the certification aspect of aircraft, honestly. And people that get scared, even the 737 max, I will I will 100% go on, the, on another 737 max, 100%. Because I think they did a bad design, and they fixed it with all the regulators, and I have 100% trust in all that, honestly. I'm not scared at all, I'll go right on. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I, I concur. If you don't believe in that, then you don't believe in any certification activity. No, yeah. yeah. I think the initial portion of Boeing getting zero oversight and doing what they did, um, if you want some background, basically um, they related a single failure, a single failure event, which is a single failure of one of the AOA sensors on the aircraft, led to a catastrophic event, which was a crash. And an aircraft that should never be designed like that. And for some reason, they got away with that, which was wrong. It was okay. just wrong, and that's why the FA was yeah, destroyed. The problem, the problem after this news of crashes and disturbances, the problem is all the, after the investigation, they have seen how the, the, the structure between the FAA and, and the Boeing, Boeing how that's that the works. problem. And that's scary. That was the problem. That's right? scary. Yeah, like, I agree, 100%. So that's the scary part. But how, how these two organizations are working together is what's Yeah, yeah. and that's why it was brought... It was brought to the Senate, and uh, and people were, I'm sure people were, were heavily questioned, if not fired. I don't, I, I don't know the details of the people yeah. that were fired or not, but honestly, I think people should have been fired because of that. For sure. But if you look at the other authorities, Airbus, Airbus, I think is the is the best company personally. Boeing gets a lot of, a lot of clout because it's American, but Airbus, I think, Yasa, I think is the best, uh, the best authority out there, and I think, uh, yeah, I. If, if Yasa flies on the plane, Transport Canada, ANAC from Brazil, and FAA, and they all say the plane's good to go, we tested the yeah. shit out of this fucking thing, and it's good to go, then pff, put it in service. I'll get on it, man. No problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't agree. know if you feel the same. I right? feel the same. I feel that, I mean, 
Boeing might have done some dodgy things that yeah. led them into where they were, but as as soon as they found the problem, they probably put all the effort. And we've all seen all the seven three seven maxes parked in uh, Seattle airport. It was like a tragedy for the company. So I'm sure they've put a lot of effort to yeah. to fix it. And I'm uh, the FAA people eventually flew on the airplane. Mm-hmm. recently so like they were putting their lives at, at risk yeah. so european also actually yes european yeah. too so i guess that the guys from the authorities that went into that airplane must have been ensured that it would work and probably have checked it by themselves yeah i'm sure they did the simulator and all that before yeah uh, simulator testing and 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 yeah I've, that's why i've i have 100 percent trust in the process honestly yeah because if it fails again, so so now the company reputation is at stake, right? Yes. So if it fails again, it might be very bad for yeah. Boeing, like really, really yeah. bad. So I think the I think it came down to the culture. Uh, the Boeing culture shifted from being a strong engineering organization to something that was just wanted their stocks to go up. Obviously, b- there's a business side you want your stock to go up, but you never sacrifice safety, man. You never sacrifice safety for that. And, and yeah. that's what they did. Unfortunately, uh, it led to uh, a lot of deaths, over 600 deaths, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was horrible. And, and I think it's FAA's fault also. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. They they are the gatekeepers, right? Yes. So. Yeah. And YASA, from a bilateral, they trusted FAA. They probably didn't even look at anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's the bilateral agreement. So maybe, maybe for the next aircraft, I think it's the 777X, that they're developing. I don't even know if it's going to come out because of this coronavirus situation. It's a, it's a massive aircraft. It's flight testing. Yeah, it's in flight testing now, but I don't know if it's marketable in this in this time. It's personally, it's, it's like it's a great. It's, yeah, yeah. It's but it's a massive wide body. It's not yeah, international travel well, is very low now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but but anyway, I think Yasa is not going to give the trust that they gave before to FA, and they're going to start uh, questioning more things before giving the validation certificate, right? So this is how that works, right? Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that's that I think it's I think it's only going to pick up around, from what I read online and uh, marketing in my company also, it's around 2023, 2024. It's the only time that international travel is going to be profitable. Wow. Yeah. So and there's going to be a good three year, uh, three years now. It's, and then maybe there's going to be a lag between that and the manufacturer seeing the uh, the rebump of the business because first the airlines have to see the benefit and then start making Correct. orders. And I think domestic's going to come before. Yeah. Domestic's going to come before international. Sure. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So it's probably going to be a good time after for the domestic, uh, so the mid- middle-range airplanes or low-range yeah. airplanes. But what about the big ones? Yeah, what about the A three wide bodies, A three fifty or seven seven seven? Man. Yeah, I think it's I think it's tough, man. I think it's gonna take some time, especially people have to be comfortable in accepting other countries without quarantine. The quarantining is, like like I said at the beginning, the quarantining is it's killing international travel. Yeah. It's killing it, man. Like. Yeah. They got to do something where you where you take a test before you get on the airplane. You take a test when you land. If you're good, you don't quarantine and you and you and you can go on public transit and do whatever you want. But making people quarantine just because they're coming from another country, it's, it's, it's I'm, I'm not going to travel internationally. Like, yeah, they, they got to get better at that, right? Yeah. More organized. Yeah. But eventually, I'm hopeful, I'm positive that uh, this is going to take off, like the, the whole 
aircrafts, manufacturing and airline business is going to take off again because I don't see humanity stop flying in general. Oh, I, honestly, it's 100% it's going to take off. But when is the question? Yeah, that's, that's the, the question, question, right? Because many companies might not survive. Yes. Especially I'm thinking of suppliers because at the end of the day, those big companies like Boeing, Airbus, they're all supported by the governments. Yeah. But Mitsubishi too. But Mitsubishi too, right? <clears throat> so what about... But what about the suppliers? There is thousands of suppliers, yes. especially the small ones. Yes. That's going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people, like in other industries, are going to have to rethink what they are going to do with their lives. And their I think if you're in the industry, if you're lucky enough to stay in your position, I don't think you should move, personally. Yeah. Unless there's some other opportunity that you want to pursue. I think people that aren't in the industry, they should think about uh, as an engineer trying to maybe go to a different industry outside of aerospace that you can still adapt to personally. In the next couple of years, yeah. You come back when you... Yeah, you come back when... You come back when you come back, yeah. Do you think people have lost trust in flying because they might get infected during the flight? Uh, honestly, if you ask me... It, I know it's very safe. I think it's safer to be in an airplane because of the filtration and the ECS yeah. system than being in right here with you guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think the air air exchange yeah. in this room is much worse than an airplane. Yeah. So yeah. these regulations yeah. we have, which is in the in the ECS system, which is changing the volume of air every two to three minutes. Yes, that's, that's something every airplane has to, to to meet. Right. Two to three minutes of air volume change of fresh air, meaning. Not even recirculation. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, you have recirculation. Yes. So, the air is also recirculated. There's a percentage a that's high, recirculated. High efficiency yes. uh, filter. filter. And then there's a fresher that so comes through the engine. every two minutes, the, the air you're breathing is brand new. And that's, fresher. yeah, that's the reason and I guess. Here, yeah. we, haven't, we haven't done yeah. anything in this room, for example. Yeah. There, the only thing is, is the distance. Yes. And that's something I'm not sure. I think Airbus recently did a like this week I saw a, a report of CFD have you seen that? no a CFD of uh, passengers sitting like yes like what what is this distance probably like 10 centimeters yeah, or something say, and coughing I don't know how they simulate these kind of things with masks without masks so uh, they, they, they show that once you wear masks I don't know how you do that but it's super safe like yeah. it's because not only it's, uh, it's changing the volume every 2 to 3 minutes it's the, the air for its design, it's like the, the air is coming from up, up to down. Yeah, it's cold. So it's, it's the cold air is going to yeah, cold, cold yeah. down. Yeah, cold blown, blown from up. There's nothing. There's no, let's say, vents uh, or there's no nothing coming from yeah. down to up. Could bring the dust, the virus coming up. It's, it's the pressure difference coming exactly. down. So it's going to go down. If someone coughs, this this virus which is uh, airborne, it will go down. Yeah. Yeah. So they did the simulation and they show I think, Yeah, I think just Of course, if someone yeah. cough on your fucking meal, then you have nothing yeah. to do, you know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> That's why I never eat too much on the plane. Yeah, they drink they, like crazy. Yeah, they, drink yeah. Like, well, I think they, they don't serve any drink or food. That's now. ridiculous, man. Like, like so people are flying now in... <laughs> people are flying now in, in business, they have no drinks. That's No, nothing. I'm, wow. Honestly, that's ridiculous. No, nothing, yeah. I, I've heard that... I don't want to fly like this. Come I on, know, right? especially yeah. in first class. Like you want. I yeah. thought they were serving like um, pre-cooked. Well, all of them are pre-cooked, but like 
in units. They were serving the food in units, like uh, in sealed, um, in sealed um, packages. packages, yeah, or something like that. Bentos. Yeah, like a bento, <laughs> like a Japanese bento. You see, these guys already found a solution before the problem. Um, but that was always like that. But he, well, in business class, it was more like a. It was more like. It felt more like a restaurant because you had yeah. yeah I, I've like, I I've even someone sometimes was served dishes, and I was served with uh, metal cutlery, yeah. Yeah. but now that's all gone, and you get like canned food or I don't know I what. Is flying tourists now from Japan to to Europe without food? It's impossible, man. Without drinks, you, you gotta oh eat my. something. And yeah. then quarantine, like I don't yeah. fly, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, Take, the train. Huh? Take the train. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna learn shit. Like you're gonna yeah. visit other countries. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wanna uh, I, I want to fly to. I, I, I guess people want to fly to. Just, they're just scared. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's overblown, man. Yeah. Honestly, I know it's. A, I know it's a disease. I'm, I, I don't want to be like a sound like a trumper. I know it's a very bad disease. <laughs> if you respect the social guy. distancing and the and the masks. Yeah, yeah. And Honestly, you know what, what I think is this may last for 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 a long time. Yeah. So you don't want to stop your life, put your life in standby. It could be two years. Like, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, or more. Like we don't know. Yeah. Even vaccine, when the vaccine comes out, even when it comes out, who knows? So yeah. and eventually we may you may get it even yeah. because. So. What I feel is we have to do it, or you want to put your life in standby for the next two years. Like, if I was like. 70 maybe uh, you, you can put your life a little more standby and go out less do less activities yeah. you can still do that but in our 30s we may stay what two two years of lockdown yeah and you I, I may take the risk what with the data i'm seeing i'm not taking the risk like yeah. i may get it but what am i gonna do not going to the gym not not uh, going out of course i would take precautions but yeah we cannot put our lives at, at yeah at, pause uh, pause for yeah. two for Okay, if you tell me it's six months and that's it, yeah, I will do that. But yeah. yeah it no, looks no like one knows. It, it, yeah. it looks like it's going to be long. Yeah, I think that's going to be the key. Like, people are going to have to be more uh, aware of what they're doing and cautious, yeah. but they have to live. They have to keep and doing it. stay in Japan, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, yeah, especially. It's probably the best country now to be. Yeah. Well, New Zealand is also good, but yeah. Yeah, one New of the is, so, is good. One of the few countries. But yeah, people will have to learn how to live with this yeah. because even the vaccines i've heard the news today or yesterday they're starting to lose some hope yeah. on the vaccines now on the current developments mm. so more, i think it was more than the vaccines the treatments or the medicines like they saw people get sick some not, not vaccines but oh yeah some the medicines the medicines they were using but or, i think it's both like yeah I, I've, I've heard about the medicines but I think they're saying that they're starting to say that the vaccines are going to take longer, which for me, it's obvious. Yeah, like, like, I knew from the beginning. It's it not, it's, takes two years to, to do it through a true, a true certification. Yeah. SARS was four. It was the fastest. Oh, there you go, history. man. Yeah. 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 Ebola, I think, was fast. Ebola was two, like, two three years. We're talking about four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And both they, they, do they, it, they need to do it very fast, but you don't want to do like It's like airplanes. You don't want to do it too fast. <laughs> yeah, because you know, it's, exactly. it's safety, right? Yeah. Exactly, and and if you if if you fuck up with the vaccine, like a lot of people are gonna die. Imagine you put it's, vaccine to seven billion people. Yeah. In, in thirty years, we yeah. are all with some kind of. 
And to tell you the truth, they're going to come up with a vaccine and the strain is going to change. So it's with yeah. the flu too. When you get the flu shot, it's the previous year's yeah, yeah. strain. Yeah. It already morphed into something. Strange. Man, I... So that's what I think. That we need to live. Yeah. With precautions. Yeah. Try not to get it. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Keep your distance. And yeah. if you can, like, do things outside. Personally, I don't want to wear a mask for the rest of my life. But What's that? I don't want to wear a mask for the rest well, of my life. Well, you're fine. In another life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's inconvenient. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Get used to it, but like when you're when yeah, you're but man, running. Or, I, I arrive home and I still have it. Yeah, me too. I, I got used to it, but you go to the gym. Like you've seen the people. Like I've seen people running the treadmill with the mask, and even like when when I do like the the lift, the weight lift, it, it feels like. Yeah. Like you're breathing, it's increasing. The rate is increasing, it's and it's warm, warm, and it's yeah. like whoa. It's just inconvenient. Yeah. You, you wear your mask at the gym? We have to. Uh, oh, you have to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mandatory at every single... Like, even if you're doing cardio, even if you're running, you have what to What about work. those, like, sil- clear shields? Can you wear clear shields? Or? I, I don't at least you can breathe. I don't we think so. It's like face shield. Yeah. That doesn't... Honestly... Doesn't do shit. What do you think that doesn't... I, I don't know. I, I, I've seen, like, CFD, like, fluid dynamic studies. Oh, really? Of, uh, yeah, of the face shield. They've, they've done, like, fluid dynamic wow, studies with nice. everything. And with the face shield, it doesn't really do a lot. Because uh, when you, you sneeze, it just goes down. It goes under the shield. Ah, I see. So it's very similar. Just yeah. it doesn't spread directly. But uh, the mask is probably safer. The mask, there is this video. Have you seen? There's a guy holding a... Um, uh, I think it's gasoline or... He's creating a, a torch. Like a, a, a big fire, right? Like, I don't know how it is. It's a, it's a lighter with a... It's fire mixed with something in, in front. In, Creates okay. the flame. Flame. Yeah. And he so he he put a dummy. At, I don't know. He he keeps moving forward with towards the, the dummy, and he do the experiment with and without mask, so to see the, the flame that he creates, and uh, basically this this is like aerosol what he's using like mm. simulating a cough with an aerosol, and he see how much of this aerosol goes through the mask, and if he creates or not flame. So with mask is is if you trust this, yeah. if you trust this, the guy could get almost like I don't know like ten centimeters away from the guy, and the f- it couldn't even create much of a flame. Wow! But however, every time he removed the, the mask, for sure, yeah, for sure, it was like. A, so it's a good video. Yeah, it, it show. It's, it, yeah, it, it used to have like a send me the link. Yeah, aerosol. Yeah. Simulate the cough, and then yeah. on the other side he puts a, a lighter. Or yeah, something. and aerosol is probably even conservative. It's yeah, it's strong. Yeah. So like, yeah, interesting. I think at the end there's going to be a lot of uh, experiments and understanding of, yeah. of of this, and we're going to be able to live with it, knowing what we can or cannot yeah. do. That's it. Like now we're just because well, now we have no idea of anything, so we're like you know cautious and, yeah. but. I'm I'm very confident that people are gonna learn how to live with it. And we're gonna pass it probably. And Even Trump pass it. And uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Has, is oh, Cristiano Ronaldo has. Yeah, a lot of a lot of football like, soccer players had it. But he's Portuguese, so you're happy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not in Real Madrid. Anymore. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I, I guess we will get. Yeah, yeah, but although I'm not sure if we're gonna get like this herd immunity thing because there are studies showing that you're not immune forever after you get it, mm. right? Like, there's people that have been... Um, second or third time, yeah, yeah. getting 
Yeah. So, but uh, maybe who knows? Maybe we get accustomed to it somehow. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe it's a different strain that they get. <laughs> Honestly, I, I never heard that. And that's that's crazy. How can you get that's it twice if you already have antibodies against it? Because you know? it seems that the antibodies don't last forever for uh. this virus for some reason. This virus is pretty, pretty tricky. It's. Um, it changes a lot. The initial one was Wuhan, Wuhan. The yeah, Wuhan. the one that is so far the strongest is the European. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. So it morphed. Yeah. It morphed, sort of yeah. morphed. I'm not a geneticist, but it's <laughs> sort of like... Yeah. Things, yeah, and then when you see the things mm. that it does to the body, it's not like a normal flu. It's like people get all sorts of different complications. Even I, I've even read that they found traces of the virus in the brain tissue, and this is the first time they find traces of any virus in the brain tissue because apparently the brain is very well protected against anything. And this is the first time. It's a Batman. Yeah. And like people had all sorts of, uh, you know, like uh, conditions. Like there's been people who didn't have clear symptoms, but they start having uh, a decrease in their lung capacity. They didn't even know they had the virus. They just started having it. So at some point, and then they got used to it because it was like slowly, incrementally, uh, decrementally going down. And then they found they had coronavirus and they had some sort of uh, things in their lung branches or something. Wow. Like it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. That's why I don't see, like, I don't see why the Republicans have to downplay it so much. Not Maybe not the Republicans, I'm bad, but maybe Trump. Why is he downplaying this so much? I don't get it. I don't know. Just, just, just like have some action plan. If he told people to wear masks, everyone would wear masks. Yeah. He doesn't want to do it for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They could have been honest about it. Yeah. But, but America is a place where people don't want to be told what they do. But yeah. I, I know. No, but when it comes to medical, people yeah. should listen, man. It's yeah, it's like their life is at yeah, stake. It's not guns. It's, it's not, not a gun. It's uncomfortable. Amer- like putting a mask on an American guy in Kansas in the middle of... Uh, in, yeah. I don't know. They, they are like me. I'm, yeah, but... You know how they are. Uh, Maybe in New York. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I think that's just... <clears throat> bullshit. It's like people should just listen because otherwise they can die. Yeah. But or, or you can kill other people. Or you can kill other people. And to be fair, it's not only in America because we've seen this also in Brazil with Bolsonaro and uh, I don't know if they're oh in Mexico in the beginning the president of Mexico was like oh this is this is bullshit this virus thing and those are the countries that you know happen to be the worst uh, uh, you know ranks of the pandemic because no, nobody would wear the mask because they were listening to the leaders and the leaders were not listening to the World Health, or- World Health Organization so it's crazy man it's crazy see people doing politics with this virus yeah. thing and not listening yeah. to their experts and it's because of this honestly it's, it starts it starts honestly it starts with the US the whole world looks up to the US man, yeah. Honestly. yeah even though I don't really but the whole world <laughs> <laughs> but they do they have the smartest people in the world in the US honestly yeah they, they, they have the best inventions technological minds Elon Musk uh, Apple uh, Microsoft uh Tesla, SpaceX. Uh, it's, it's, depressing. it's amazing, yeah. <laughs> but they have, they have the just the wrong... They're just on the wrong track, man. Politically, at least, yeah. 
I feel that they're losing power, like influence in the yeah. world. Well, I think China's coming up. But I, I think China is uh, taking mm. advantage of this. Yes. Every time the U.S. withdraws from an international commerce treaty or something like yeah. that, they China just goes and okay, don't yeah. worry, I'll I'll take the lead. Yeah, we'll we'll pay you the extra money, like yeah. the WHO, as you said. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give you the extra money, no problem. Yeah. yeah. That's extra money that the United States don't want to pay. Exactly. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and not with that only, but with uh, there was this uh, Pacific Treaty, like, yeah. uh, and then you know U.S. withdraw for I don't know what's the reason. Yeah. They said they were getting a bad deal. <laughs> and then China was like, "Don't worry, I'll I'll yeah. just cover them. The I'll just fill the void." Yeah, yeah. And Canada still in that deal, by the way. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't know what are gonna be the consequences of all these moves yeah. long term. Like I'm curious about it. What's gonna happen? Yeah, honestly, uh, I think I think U.S. needs to needs to shape up a bit. Yeah. And maybe if it comes down to Biden winning the election, it's fine. But Could I be. Because I don't think it'll. If Trump wins, I don't think they'll change in the next four years. It'll get worse. Yeah, it's it'll gonna get just, worse. It's yeah. obvious. Like. Yeah. It's gonna keep the same trend, yeah. and or maybe even worse because he's gonna feel more empowered. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky. Well, at least we live in a country now where politics is. At least I don't follow Japanese politics a lot, and but it seems that is not something that people. Um, I don't want to say care, but people follow a lot, or at least people don't talk about politics in Japan. Not too much. Not too much. I, uh, did you like Abe? I liked Abe. Personally, he was a very I diplomatic did. guy. You know? yeah, people like him. Countries. Diplomacy, yes. Yeah. The way he did with the foreign affairs, it was good. I mean, he had a presence and he made comments. It was good. Although, like a domestic uh, governance, let's say. I mean, he, his, he has something a little bit reminds me of uh, Vladimir Putin. Oh, <laughs> really? I mean, like, uh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, like he Behind. rides horses uh, without no, shirt. No, no, like that, not like that. <laughs> that was cool, man. Who does that on his birthday? Special forces. Not like publishing the calendar with a naked body or something. But, uh, <laughs> that, that guy, that guy is another yeah. story. But the thing is, uh, Abe had too much power. He was using quite a lot. Although Japanese are not as much, you know, bringing the voice against it so he could do a lot of things behind and there is so many people kill themselves in a government because they had to do uh how do you say like a guilt well something guilty but uh what yeah. what are you serious like people in the government kill themselves yeah because yeah. they had to do things they didn't want to do yeah wow because abe told them to do abe abe was he said well as far as he says, he's clean, although he's the one who was given the order, and so the boss gave receiving order from Abe, and the boss, you know, says to the person, and the person had to do something, well, let's say criminal wow. related things. That's, that's I heard, I saw, I read something like that. Yeah. It's in trial or something around now. Or yeah, there are there are people trying to sue Abe yeah. and the Japanese nation, although it's difficult. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. So it's not about clean thing. It's not like uh, Japan doesn't have any problem. It's just simply less voice. Sure, I mean. There's no yeah. protest. 
Yeah, yeah. 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 that is not protest. Yeah, yeah. No. that is a negative so side. That's the difference. That like, yeah, here we are. People are less involved in a bubble. Like, Nobody's perfect, but people here don't uh, rant so much about yeah. politics. Like, or they they keep things in. I don't know if it's like under the table or, or just they, they just they don't talk about they it. don't talk about yeah, it. That's it. Doing a protest is also using an energy. Yeah. While you can just watch something funny or touch the puppies <laughs> and yeah. cats and stuff, <laughs> 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 a little bit. Why to like a characteristic why thing that uh, yeah, Japanese yeah. tend to go for an easier path. Yeah, yeah. For for sure. touch the puppies. Outside Japan, there's not much supplies. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's also related to like people here are not used to uh, confrontation. Yeah. Complaints. Yeah. Com- yeah. Confrontation in general, like uh, if 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 I am loud, yeah. like my neighbors would never come to me and yeah. say, "Hey, you've been loud." They would complain to the building manager. Yeah. So so that you know. Uh, that avoids people from mm. doing this kind of things. Like the most even right. if it's not something negative, even yeah. not just like a conversation, yeah. meetings, they're not. But it's also in the language, right? Like even saying no, it's super difficult yeah, in Japan. Like yeah. you, they find like you guys find like sort of creative alternative ways mm. to say no. Mm. So yeah, that's why there are Eduardo knows a lot of things. Like uh, Japanese people are so timid to say no. So what do they say? Maybe. Toto. Mm. Toto. I know. I work and say right. it's never no. It's yeah. But maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's maybe. But even you, like, even in the school, we learn like when you ask somebody for something, yeah. like uh, I don't know. Kisa tende kohio no mimasenka. Like, would you like to go oh. drink a coffee? And and then the answer in the book is not no. The answer in the book is chotto, like and that, 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 that. like yeah, it's yeah. like ah. Um, and then they understand that. Yeah. Okay, it's so no. English is so easy. No, I'm good. No. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, it's so simple. Just say no. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. 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 It's a pli- plus minus zero, but uh, it's a very direct language. Yeah. English is a very practical. Yeah. 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 I I think we've all like uh, had. Um, experiences in Japan like not understanding what was yeah. going on yeah even if somebody says hi it means yeah yeah exactly yes doesn't necessarily mean yes yeah, yeah. oh crap this is yeah it's interesting oh, it's, it's, it's how you pronounce it right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. told us that we did doubting hi yeah I guess you gotta read people's yeah, like, really expressions and yeah, yeah. That's interesting though. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, but it requires a lot of skills that we foreigners usually don't have, especially the English speakers, I guess. Mm. Uh, in Spanish, also, like we just say no, right? Like we say no. We say no. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Probably Russian. Probably we say no more than yes. <laughs> <laughs> like friends, yeah. We say no to everything. Yeah. The government, no, no, no. Yeah. Protest. Yeah. Um, maybe the French are more like that. Like no. French, yeah, no. like to protest a lot. Sometimes, like, like uh, legitimately, but sometimes. Catalonia too, no. Yeah. No, no to that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not open that can yeah. of worms. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, definitely Japanese, especially in that too. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what would you change 
about Japan as a Japanese like uh, what would I per, change? yeah what would you change because um, you've lived in Japan and yes. but you've also lived in other countries yeah so what would you change well there are there are many things mm, something I was thinking well my experience when I was in university I graduated from a Japanese university but uh, one year I had to spend abroad and I chose California and uh, something I was feeling over there is that I wanted more Japanese to be open-minded to see overseas countries, well, countries overseas and, and um, don't be shy to, um, you know, participate in anything. I think in Japan we have this idea that uh, unless you have good level of, let's say, for example, language, it's a little shameful thing to participate in, uh, you know, parties or yeah, uh, conversation or meetings or yeah. So we have this. I don't know. It's probably cultural thing that unless you have a good level of something, you cannot. You cannot join there as a total beginner, total, how do you say? So, so Japanese, like, don't be shy. Yeah. Don't be shy to make mistakes. Yeah, Japanese, I agree. They all, like, what I know is they all study English yeah. in school, right? Yeah. So, somehow, younger generations mm. know English. Yeah. But they will never put it in practice because mm. they are so not confident or shy. Yeah. And... Probably they are shy of being looked mm. by other Japanese, like yes. oh look at, yeah. and this kind of like in Spain we have the same thing, and they we we I was shy to speak in front of other other Spanish. Maybe really? if it was, yeah, I was eventually I could speak, but mm. we I don't know if you have the same feeling, but in Spain we are shy of speaking in Spanish sometimes. Speaking English, you mean? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. In my case, <laughs> sorry, I was, I was right. <laughs> I never talked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. But I think Japan is it's more, and I think that Hiro, you've hit the mark there because I think that there is a lot of things, a lot of people that are missing good experiences, and a lot of things not happening now in Japan because people are not doing it because they don't feel enough confidence, mm. and if and people have. People in general have more power and skills than what they think. But I think in Japan, the, the gap is even more. Mm. Like people underestimate themselves constantly. Yeah. And they that stops them from doing a lot of great things mm. and meeting a lot of great people. And I feel that when I walk around, there is great guys. Mm. There is great, you know, girls and boys I could have great conversations with or do great things with. But it doesn't happen because they are not up to it because they don't feel confident enough. Yeah, unless you get uh, some alcohol. Unless you get some alcohol, <laughs> which yeah. and then it works. Uh, luckily, people are not shy of drinking alcohol in this country. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I can think of like hundreds of situations where yes. people, and I, I I notice that they look at me because like we we're outstanding here because we're different. So mm-hmm. people look at us all the time, foreigners. And I see the faces of people. Sometimes they do want to talk to us, mm. but they're like, you know, when you're in the cafe or, and they're like, ah, but they don't do it finally. Yeah. Or sometimes the bravest ones, they, they, <laughs> they, they ask you something like mm. some, you know, stupid question. Or something. <laughs> don't say stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not stupid, but you know what I mean? Like a simple, simple. question, yeah, an, an obvious, obvious question. Yeah, 
just to start a conversation. Mm. Um, so anyway, that that would be noticed, my wish. Like with my with my kids, especially like the older people, like really older people, like over seventy. They don't. They don't even care. They come up to me. <laughs> they talk to. They talk to them in Japanese. Yeah. Or they try their English and they mm. maybe I don't know they still they they learned English somewhere mm. but and they come and they start they talk to like Sammy or or the baby and they're like they just come up and they start talking to me about like okay but that's the same thing with your grand with your family yeah the only one that speaks to me in English is your grandfather yeah and he is the oldest right yeah and the other ones who are younger who probably know they, English better probably I'm sure they know mm. and, but they are shy. Yeah, I I guess older people don't give a shit anymore yeah. and they are they, they lost all their um, shyness or mm. however yeah. you say it. But yeah, I wish the younger people would uh, you know, I wish they would be uh, just more open minded yeah. and more confident. Um, but yeah, but but then when I think about it, I've thought about it many times. Like, what would I change from Japan? Mm. And sometimes it might sound a little bit petty. I don't know if the word is petty, but <laughs> but but then I think, well, I would also change a lot of things from my own country. Uh, even I am, you know, Spanish, but it is what it is. And I think I I realized, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I got to the conclusion that you can't have it both ways. Like, you mm. can't have a country that is super clean, uh, quiet, organized, you know, to the atom and have people acting in a very crazy an open way because it just, it's not possible. Like you would have, I I don't know, like maybe bipolar people could do it only. Like, so (laughs) yeah. So if you, if you want to be surrounded by people that are more creative and like more confident and talkative and then you won't have people that, are watching at every single thing to work as expected and address the problems immediately. Mm. Uh, so it is what it is. I guess mm. at the end of the day, you can't have it both ways. Mm. So I think we foreigners, at least our you know type of our breed, the kind of foreigners we are, are in a very comfortable situation because we can be who we are, more or less, without being stopped. Mm. But at the same time, we enjoy the benefits of living in a country like Japan. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Hope you guys uh, <laughs> stay here for longer. <laughs> and I, yeah, but the more time I spent here in Japan, the more I realize yeah, it's not that bad. You know, I could spend more time. I could spend more time, more time. Yeah. Personally, uh, people always ask me like, if they if your contract's extended at work, would you stay? I'm like, mm. honestly, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would stay, man. I would stay. Yeah. Welcome. No, but <laughs> I wouldn't stay ten years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would stay maybe a c- uh, couple more years. My wife's okay with it too, as long as we move to a bigger place. She's mm. okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to change your your place? I don't. Okay, she wants. You don't. I. It's getting a little small. I agree. Seriously? Yeah. We have two kids. They're now they're in the same room. Okay. Yeah, but no one can come visit. Not coronavirus age. No one can. But I have a gym in my guest room. Right. So why don't I just come and live at your place? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> With the kids? No. No. Him. Yeah, me alone. 
yeah, sure, you can. You could get rich. You have a better idea. I'm doing that for the future. Yeah, let's see. I want my guests to get rich. Yeah, I guess it depends. Also, when my contract's over, it depends on the maybe the job market too. At the same time, so let's see. If you could choose, where would you move after Japan? Like, um, out of, out of, in what perspective? Out of like, out uh, of like my, per, where I want to go or where? Yeah, I yeah. Go? So let's say there is no limitations, like you know, money or job or whatever. Where would you like to go? You guys will laugh, but Europe. Really? I would go to Europe. Yes. Any where, any particular where country? Are you? Uh, honestly, Europe. I think, um, I think Germany. anywhere, Germany, Holland, or. Oh, because you speak France. German. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well my mom's there. My mom lives. Well, Germans there. are not that. They're probably the closest culture to Japan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they can so, get strict and close-minded. Yeah. So that <laughs> that might be a good move. Actually, <laughs> that, that might be a good move. Go to Germany and uh, to decompress, yeah. but but not so much. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I go back to Canada. Mm. Canada. America, it's got to be a special place. When Trump is no more taking power. Yeah, <laughs> even without Trump, I think just the just the, the cold. living Maybe in the, the cold. U.S. What, what about California? California is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. But if you get a good job and my wife can work there, yeah, yeah, why not? Because a lot as a Canadian, you get a free pretty much it's a free visa. It's a fifty dollar visa. You go and cool, super cheap. But my wife won't be able to be, won't be able to work. Basically, we want to go somewhere where she can work. Okay, that so sounds fair. She's Canadian and uh, and Dutch, so she has two passports. Yeah, so, so those are the two best places. Yeah, but she has to get sponsored to get it. Like if I go, they're oh. gonna sponsor me. Oh, yeah, okay. They get this this. It's a NAFTA agreement okay. visa, but she has to get a job to I get see, this. Get a so you want both? Yeah. 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 That sounds yeah. fair. Sounds yeah. fair. Yeah. And Europe, she she sees like. Oh, she can work anywhere she wants. Yeah, she has the same passport as you guys. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a cool thing about Europe. Anybody yeah. can now. work anywhere for well, for now. Yeah. Yeah. And for, Europe, yeah, you you guys have a different bias than I do because you live you we were born there. But I find it so interesting that you can basically take a vacation and go to a diff- completely different place that's, that's for the for a weekend. Europeans, we don't realize it's until it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, man. We yeah. can go from South yeah. Spain next to Africa yeah. on the beach and then go to Budapest. Or, or Norway in the North Pole almost. Yeah. 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 You go for a weekend, you don't need a passport, you don't need to change money. You, It's like the same country. Yeah. It's a great privilege that, as you said, Edu, people don't yeah. realize how lucky we are. We don't. We don't. But I'm, I'm sure there's aspects that I don't know about, like if I would go uh, there. Well, right? yeah. there is this, this uh, when there is one region which is more powerful more rich now and then start to fight about that it's, it's, no but that, that happens that happens in Canada yeah, yeah, happens yeah. in Spain that's human and then, yeah. then it's human yeah. and probably will happen in America eventually I even heard some parts of America What's to, want to yeah. Yeah, starting with this bullshit of segregation independence, independence. <clears throat> yeah yeah in, in Europe there's always a story that the um, let's say the Germans want to always have it their way and then that's one of the reasons the British so it's like uh, I'm supporting yeah. you guys like they, they have the feeling they're giving away money all the time yeah I, I think it's it, I think it's a sy- <laughs> I think it's a symbiosis because the Germans are also getting a lot of things from the other countries but it doesn't matter it's, it's, it's a great project and I think like people should fight for it yeah like and, and you, you the said, Eurozone you're talking about right the Eurozone, yeah, yeah, the Eurozone. Because it's not only about vacations, it's 
I could just go to work to any oh, other that's country. Awesome, yeah. And I like like the next day. It's yeah. like like this. Yeah. And that's and there's no visa needed. There's nothing. nothing. Yeah. It's like if I was going that, to work that's micro economy. As a, as a human, I love it. But then you look at these countries like uh, you know, riches north of Europe, they never ne- need to get rescued. What's happening now with the corona, what happened before with the previous crisis is it's always the same countries who are in the worst uh, situation. situation. Yes. And what happens is we, it happens to be the, the, the most populist, socialist, more, or... I don't think it's socialist. Uh, well, but, but we, or at least we have the same uh, Mediterranean. We, we call, come from this, this way of thinking and acting and all that. And it's yeah. always the same, the, the, the flow of money, let's say, of support is from north supporting the south. So we, the South, we're more like uh, the ones who always need to be rescued. So if you live in Germany or, I don't know, Norway or some, somewhere, like, you never, they're okay. So imagine these people, it's like, why the fuck I always need to, to go yeah, rescue yeah. these guys? It's that uh, my money is going to... Well, that's what Brexit, maybe that's what Brexit, happened. Sort they of were not Brexit in the Euro, Europe. but they were in, in, in the Euro, but they were in Europe. Yeah. And no, they were in the Euro. The, not the Euro. Not they were in Europe, but they were not using the same currency. They were yeah, using that's it. They, they didn't use the currency, the, but they're in the euro. They were in the, the eurozone. Yeah. Well, Europe. yeah, Europe. I think that is happening at a smaller scale, basically everywhere. You see this in Spain, north versus yeah, south. Like, Italy, north versus south. So Germany, Germany yeah. south versus east north. In the, east, west. East, west, yeah. So all these projects are great, but lately are going on the opposite direction. But I think, so... I think this is going to happen always. Well, I, at least I don't have like a solution. I, I can't see a solution because it's cultural, as you said. Like people just behave differently. But I think the fact of being together bind us and make the difference less. If we were separated countries, it would be huge differences. And this way, I think it's less differences. Don't get me wrong. I'm super pro you. I'm honestly, it's a dream country United States uh, of Europe yeah yeah but so, are you saying that because Spain is benefiting from it uh, like Ireland's honestly, benefiting it honestly it? I'm afraid of my country being alone being left alone and isolated. I'm super afraid like coming back to the peseta which is our previous currency yeah I'm afraid of that and I think we are way better with, with the rest of the countries and in order to fight other in order to fight economically speaking, commercially with China or, or Russia. Also. There's no way. Like, how is Spain is going to even... Match, at, least, yeah. at least Europe as a, as a whole. Honestly, we, are way, we are behind, way behind China and, and even Indonesia. India, we're way behind currently. And we're going to be... But if we are way behind together, we're separated, we're fucked. No, no, I agree. You have so, to stay together. But yeah. of course, me, it's both things. No? It's like, even Germany, like even France, we are not big countries in terms of population and so either we get together you have Indonesia and India which are millions and millions of people yeah billion over billion. over a billion in India so yeah. what the fuck and United States powerful Japan but Japan has the same problem Japan we talk Japan is 150 million people compared to 2 billion people almost in China no? it's 1. No, I think it's 1.5 or so one one and they are they are showing us that they can create a medium class people. Medium class are the ones who work and the ones who, you know, create economy. 
and that's what America has, and Europe has. So if 1.5 something million people can create a million plus billion, billions, yeah. So how how would you with 100 million people? No, you can't. It's impossible. Can't. You can't. So you can't. So uh -huh. give give them time. If we are not unified, actually, a good thing we should get unified not only within Europe, but with maybe why not? Euro and Japan, why the fuck not? You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's not, no, but there is this trade, for example, that you have in North America. It's not like, yeah. there, are, there are commercial agreements. Free trade. Yeah, free trade. <clears throat> yeah. They, there is things like now, Japan and UK, since, uh, I think since Suga-san, with, I think it started with Abe, but they have now the first agreement of the, the Prime Minister is with UK. And they're going to have a special NAFTA between Japan and UK. Yeah. So we need to get together. Yeah, I think Europe is trying to do that too. I, I, by the way, I think, I mean, I understand why you uh, explained about the South versus North, and I agree with you. That's the reality. Uh, this is a reality. I agree with you, and I hope, you know, this can be changed. I, ho I hope we can change that somehow. But in any case, and because of the reasons, the very reasons you mentioned, like the, the bigger threats in other places like China, Russia, potential threats, it's on us, on our generation, to fight for a unified Europe, not only economically, but also politically, which seems far from now. Far but social. Yeah. Find what, what, what we have in common with Germans. No, like but yeah, it's the cultural borders but that, yeah. that some people don't want to break down, honestly. So I, I think that full fusion or full connection is not possible because no. it doesn't even happen within the same countries. But I don't think that should happen. Exactly. I don't want I don't want the Germans or the Spanish to have the same culture. It yeah. Sucks. No. Yeah, exactly. That's why no, but you need to find what it's common. Yeah, yeah. And make a constitution, make make, yeah. make it a law. Like some people in Europe are trying to find a con make a constitution same way American constitution or any any country. Some of the, the, the people in Europe are trying to fight, are fighting for a constitution, European constitution. Mm -hmm. We have a parliament, you know that, right? We have a European parliament where we make a law. We do. So, but the problem is we don't get, we don't get to, come on, there are many things that, that unify, like religion even. Yeah. You may find that in, in the religion sometimes is stupid. Sometimes can unify people. Yeah. Let's find common things. I don't know, whatever. So yeah. I think we are not in a bad position, actually. Like, we have, as you said, the European Parliament. We have uh, uh, we have uh, European courts already that all can overrule yeah. national courts. I think we just need a class of politicians that are willing to let go their power at national level. Mm. Because giving power to Europe means removing power from the national parliaments. Mm. So we need a class of politicians all across Europe that are willing to let go. Yeah, but there can be done high-level constitutions where, of it, like, like uh, really human rights. This kind of high-level constitution yeah. and laws, you know, like a mother, like you know, for example, what's happening now in Spain, the president of Spain is trying to change the, what do you say, poder judicial, some laws. Yeah, with the, the judge, with the, yeah. the the judges, the so it's trying to mess up some things, and Europe government or Europe Parliament or I don't know what to say, but has say hey, be stepping careful. in. Yeah, step. Be careful when when you do this because this goes against against certain European rules, you know. Mm. Yeah, and that that that's the good thing of being in Europe. It, there is a mother, there is someone big brother. Yeah, big brother looking at what movement you're doing. Mm. If, if 
because when a, a populist, like honestly, we have a populist government now in Spain, try to make things. I'm gonna say thinking is the right thing to do, but actually it's not the right thing to do. There is someone else, more neutral, more to say that's not we we agree. That's that's mm. not that's not in accordance with the European, you know, and that's what is happening now. Like, hey, be careful. Mm. You cannot change these kind of laws by like. So there's someone, you know, and that happens with with when when you have populists like Trump. Trump now is trying to. He wanna stay longer. You know, I just gonna stay longer. Fuck. I wanna and even if I lose, I wanna. So yeah, he's, he's gonna go to Supreme Court. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. change this. It's the same thing. Exactly the same thing is happening in Spain. In Spain, the the, the the government cannot approve the general. How do you say this? The the, the, the budget. The, the, budget, right? the year the budget. So because the, the the other party is not it's not helping. So he's trying to find a way to to get. So it's pretty similar with. Trump is doing is trying to change the, the rules. Yeah. But in the United States, there is not. I don't know. I'm not sure about the United States, but it's no one looking after it. Mm. In in Spain, we have Europe saying, "Can you do that?" And then they, this day today, I, I read in the news like they step back. They say, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. I, I'm gonna try to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's possible, like to have a unified Europe, but we need to remove the populism, which there is a lot now because of the, all the crisis and pandemic. And then, like, have people with, you know, uh, an open mind to yeah. to give up power and give it to the European Union. And that would be amazing. That would be amazing. To have a single European passport, that would be amazing. So, yeah. um, Isn't it like that now? Do we have a single passport? Well, I know there's no. multiple passports, but we you can the, use uh, the same passport to, to work in France, for example, right? Yeah, no, so... For example, home, like, no, but... So our passport, it says Spain and European Union, yes. right? And then there is agreement, bilateral agreement between... Ah, I understood. Okay. Like, uh, I'm, I'm not sure, like Japan, for example, UK before. Now, now UK is getting... But UK had different like, bilateral agreements with and um, positions, like, like diplomatic. Yeah. Mm. It should be like one passport, man. It's like, yeah. I don't care where you come from within the EU... You're an EU citizen. That's important. Yeah. And now, because you avoid this second class, third class citizen thing. Yeah, yeah. And like make people strong. And I think that will be the foundation of the n national identity as understanding Europe as a nation. Yes. And that would put us in a powerful, more powerful position towards, you know, all the other big countries. So, so yeah, man. Yeah, that, um, I think that's something that can be done. It's not so difficult, but you need like <laughs> you need the right politicians. You need you know the competent people that are yeah. willing to do it. And right now, we don't have that. I think actually, unfortunately, I think we're leaning towards the opposite direction. Oh really? Yeah, because because you have a lot of populist parties ruling in a lot of countries now, or being powerful in a lot of countries, and and you know they like individual countries can block laws at European level. So it makes it very difficult to rule. Do you think? Um, do you think immigration has anything to do with that? Basically, taking in a lot of uh, people from war-torn countries. I think Germany made a bit of a mistake there. Yeah, it took too many people. Yeah. I agree to take people because these poor people like they have nowhere to go. Yeah, like their country's destroyed. So some countries have to take them in. But I think Germany went a bit overboard on that respect and 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you think about that yeah. in Europe, but could could be. I don't know. I think that like I would like to see numbers to argue that because I don't know how much is too many because it's true that Germany took away a lot of immigrants uh, from Syria and Afghanistan and so on, but I don't know what's the workforce required in Germany because mm. because maybe you know it could work. It's like in Japan, like maybe they do need immigration. Yeah. I don't know. Um, in Spain, for example, I think don't need that much of unqualified immigration um, because there is a lot of unqualified people. Um, but the fact is that the immigration concept was used as a discussion point and uh, an argument by the populists to raise both, in this case, especially right populism, uh, but then left populism used different arguments. I think it's all bullshit, and, <laughs> you know, like populism, yeah. both left and right. And I think it's going to hurt. It's hurting a lot our countries and our institutions in ways that we can't even imagine now because there is a lot of progress being stopped. And, you know, when I see countries like Italy or uh, I don't know, uh, even like the UK where the politicians say that we are better off you know not being part of the union wow it's like man this project was created after the second world war with you know like it was like a big dream to avoid things like that happening yeah, again conflict right conflict yeah. and in the and in the meantime creating a big power uh which is very difficult from different countries that are super different but you know still was a great dream and after 60 years or 70 years, like we were close, and then yeah, these people coming up and saying, Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Sometimes I so when you think about like the uh Brexit vote, I was like, What the fuck is yeah. happening here? Like when you when you hear the arguments of what was the name of this guy, Ni- Nigel Farage, or that was this populist British guy. Uh, you know, trying to convince people that the UK was better off outside the EU. I don't know, man. I, I, I think they, even now, they don't even realize what they have done. But I think that once the UK leaves the EU, which is happening very soon now, in the next few months, they're going to see... I don't know. I, I just think that together is better, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I hate, I hate separatism. and I live in a province in Canada that... When I was in, uh, when I was maybe fifteen, there was a there was a separate sep- there's a referendum to separate. I'm not sure if in, in Spain if you got to the point of a referendum, but illegal. Ili- oh, illegal true. Referendum. But they had a legal referendum in in Canada, and I just ever since then I hate I hate <laughs> separation. I hate it. It's 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 horrible. Like unless there's a there's a country unless there's a an area that's being deeply um, like ostracized and separated, they shouldn't separate. Like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And fortunately, that's I'm from Quebec, which is a province of Canada. Fortunately, it didn't separate, and it was by one percent. It didn't separate. Holy shit! If it would have separated, what they like people don't think this through. What they need an army, they need a new currency, they need you know borders. Like, 
give me a break, man. And they're close to the world. Like, yeah. probably all the treaties with the U.S. would not apply anymore. Yeah. And then there's provinces on the other side of, of Quebec that will be completely separated from the main Canada. What the hell is going to happen? Like, it's just crazy, yeah. Yeah, I think people don't think it through very yeah. well when they fight. They get too emotional. Yeah, that's a problem, emotional. right? Yeah. I... Yeah, like Catalonia too. I don't understand what's. There are interests. Yeah, there are people. But they don't have money there. Do they have money in Catalonia? Honestly, it's better region. Like, there's the opposite of that. Okay. Is it more the poor? Is it more poor? Not the poorest, but they're not the richest. Well, in Spain, region, yeah. they are top. Yeah. Honestly, if they're the richest, well, one of the richest. Yeah. But I think there is a lot of emotions there, like because people don't think it but through. But because people play with emotions. Yeah. There, are, there, are, yeah. there are interests. It's human there nature. Are, there, are, yeah. there are people who get something from this. Their lives. There are people who their life is uh, this separatism. They, they, their job. So there are things. There are organizations right now. Think about the organizations that have been created just to separate. This. Like there are people that they they pull twenty four hours about that. Yeah. And it's not only because they really they believe it probably. But they get paid to believe it and, mm. and to, to make other people believe it. And this is a ball, a snowball that it gets bigger. And there is. Yeah, it's a popular vote, man. It's yeah. Rhetoric and all yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. As a foreigner, <laughs> like as an expat, I see, like, I had this opinion before, but now it's even stronger that United is better. It's that That's a yeah, simple message. Like, 100%. You can discuss, you know, populism or separatism in each country, but uh, for me, the end result is the same. Together is better mm. because, as you said, it was like uh, a single country in Europe has no power. Uh, maybe Germany, I don't know, but usually no power. <laughs> yeah, it would be like Costa Rica in Central America. Below Mexico and, you know... Um, but they have nice beaches and good uh, yeah. good sand. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we are. That's, 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 that's what I mean. We would be the Costa Rica of Europe. A country happy, uh, poor. No, for sure the Eurozone would help. Like, yeah. Another example is Ireland. Guarantee it helped Ireland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ireland was like nothing. Portugal. Now they brought everything in. Yeah. Yeah. Portugal too, yeah. But I think it also helped... Uh, other developed countries, it's not that that obvious, but when you think about all the qualified workforce that moved from the south to the north, because we had good education in the south, yeah. but maybe not so good jobs, not so many good jobs. So people moved to the north to work. This is workforce basically for free that the countries are getting. Like They don't have to educate these people. But you think these countries complained that their own people weren't getting jobs over... over Spanish people or I don't know I guess it depends so it, it depends on if either uh, you're a populist or you, you're a rational person but uh, so for example I don't know uh, I don't know if there is a specific profession that people would complain about in Europe that is being taken by foreigners but in the UK there is a lot of for example Spanish nurses I don't know if people complain about that um in the UK? I think if only if people, if locals, like local uh, British, couldn't get a job. If a, if, if a person came out of um, nursing school and couldn't get a job as a nurse because there's foreigners, then they would complain. But if there's, a, if there's an abundance of jobs, then it should be no problem. I, I don't think that's happening. Like, I don't complain of German coming to Spain. 
Spain or the other way. I don't. I'm not sure. I yeah. Don't, I don't see that basis in, in Europe. Mm. Yeah. Well, but then. Uh, uh, my, my cousin, she was complaining. She was a neuro from Germany. Remember? Yeah. She was complaining against? She, she said that she received some racism. Really? Yeah. I would think that because, yeah, some people in, are, are very traditional in these countries and yeah. they, they want the jobs to be first going to the local people. If so maybe I'm oversimplifying this, but when I think about immigration within the European borders, I, I don't see how, like, there can be more immigrants than what's required because... A Spanish person or an Italian person would not move to Germany unless there is a job waiting for this yeah, person, yeah. because it doesn't work otherwise. Like they would they're not say, just going to go there and wait for a job. Yeah, 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 it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So if they're moving, it's because there is jobs that are not being filled with mm. other people. Yeah. But the thing is, someone who goes from Spain to Germany is not considered immigration. Anymore. I, it's not, it's I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think. Uh, maybe it's a different type of immigration, but it, so from a political perspective, maybe you're right. I don't know, but when you analyze the motives of the populists and you know the people how, how people think, and you you know because of maybe your cousin, like they don't care, like you're Spanish or you're Italian or you're Greek, so so go you know leave the country. So maybe not from an economical point of view, but definitely people there is still ignorance that uh, see immigrants from other European countries as a problem. And, that, and that's one of the problems that I think that's why we can't get a unified European Union because out of these mindsets you get populist parties that say things like we don't want to be in Europe anymore because Europe is harming us, which is completely stupid. So, And then immigration from outside Europe, I think that's a different story because I think that's a harder one. Like yeah. e even for me, it's very difficult to, you know, to have a conclusion, an assessment. I don't know, man. Well, then, um, just be smart when voting. Yeah, obviously, but then like you have to see what choices do you have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's not great, right? Nowadays, in in our country. I don't know. I don't see a lot of great choices. But anyway. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a difficult problem to solve. But when I think about the problems that Japan is having now with not so many people, I think we might have the same problems if we just close ourselves and close our borders. It's just not going to happen anyway because we're not so far of the other countries like Japan. So even we close our borders, it doesn't matter. People are going to keep crossing. That's what happens. That's that's the truth. That's what happens. So I don't know. It's a difficult one. Immigration is a difficult one, man. There is a lot of feelings and emotions involved yeah, but, in that. But like you're you're the child of immigrants, right? Like my, I am yeah. for sure. Yeah, my 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 father as. Not Spanish originally, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, I think what, you what do you think? In the world. I think so. I think, but to a certain level. <laughs> but exactly, and that's where it's hard 
to define, yeah. you know, the line. So, for example, I see ours. We are immigrants right now. You can call us expat, like yeah. first class. <laughs> we're first class, but still immigrants, right? Yeah. And we're here because we were called by a company here. We didn't come by ourselves just mm-hmm. because. So I, I assume we're needed. And same for the Southeast Asians that are working in Japan in the convenience store and um, caregivers for the old people. So where do you define the line? It should be the government that define the quota. And that could be. That could be. I don't know. I think it depends on the need. Yeah. Probably government doesn't know. I don't know. Sometimes it doesn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like in Spain, there is a lot of jobs that require and not so qualified people to work in, especially in the countryside, I don't know, in the farms. What I hear, the story I hear, maybe you know more than I, but is that there is not enough Spanish people to fill that jobs sometimes. Yeah, we used to, in Dublin Street, we used to use <coughs> immigration, legal, in my case, in mm-hmm. our, my family case, legal immigration. Now, no, now it's all fine again. Because of the crisis. Yeah. Every time there is crisis, Spanish comes. Yeah. And they want to work. But mm. in, when you find someone who is good, it doesn't matter who is immigrant or not. Normally you try the quickest. Mm. And then, fuck you, if you're Spanish. And, like, we have someone who is good. As long as he's legal. Yeah. yeah. Another thing you can do is what Japan is doing. Japan has very interesting immigration laws. Is you're here as long as we need you and your visa is attached to your contract and I think I'm not sure like because in Spain when you get the residence aren't you in Europe it's the same in Canada how was it yeah you have the same in Canada it was was it like linked to your contract uh, it was temporal I think it was the same I think it was the same. I'm not totally sure no but if you would have had a different job in Canada no it no, 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 Canada. no 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 I, I need it was like here it, it was attached it was linked to my work offer it's a work but, offer but you applied for 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 permanent residence in Canada, yes. But that was separate. That I did it by myself. Ah, I see. I understand. Mm. Okay. Same thing here. I have applied for permanent residence by myself mm. because yeah. normally you need to be uh, qualified and having an income. Both in Canada and here, both require income. Like uh, so, that's where I like what I, I used. Okay. But it's linked in Canada. It was linked to the company. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know man. To be honest, this immigration thing for me is like a rabbit hole and I immigrated a lot. We like <laughs> Yeah, we're we're immigrants. We are immigrants proudly, I guess. Yeah. For me I think it's great. Like I think when you have a country that can feed from different cultures, you know, as long as everybody respects everybody else. I think it's great, man. Like, I think it's the way to go for a country to develop. And that's the way, as a humanity, we've always, we always grew when there was communication. When you think about like the Mediterranean countries, there was, at some point on history, it was like the best place to be because there was so much, you know, commerce and exchange and like even DNA exchange. And, and like, what's the point of just closing? yourself to everybody else we've seen this in Japanese history they've done it a couple of times and then they've changed their mind because they realize it doesn't work at some point so 
I think immigration is good in general, but I agree it has to be regulated at some yeah. extent. Otherwise, it can become crazy. Yeah, interesting. Okay, guys, so I think we should start wrapping up because it's uh, way beyond the dinner time. and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping time? I don't know. Like, yeah, We have to work or study tomorrow. Someone has to work. Yeah. yeah and someone has I'm, to study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to school, back to school. <laughs> So guys, uh, really appreciate you. You came today to to my place for this. I uh, looking forward to do uh, a few more podcasts with you. Setup, man. Yeah, this is Thanks. great. I just can we get chairs like you? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> this is the president we're in these chair. Wooden, we're in these wooden, <laughs> uncomfortable chairs. Uh, I work on and it. Look at this guy's chair, man! Wow. <laughs> Is, is, it, is the chairman? Yeah, yeah. 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 I said in a way that you have the good views. <laughs> okay, nice. So this is twenty second floor, yeah. uh, and looking at the city, I guess that the view from here is what you would expect to see when you come to Japan. Yeah, this is it's amazing. a view of like all the the buildings and the city, and <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Not all the foreigners can see this. Not all the foreigners can see this. So yeah. I, uh, from my place, for sure, I can't see yeah. this. I act- <laughs> yeah, you see a wall. That's yeah, I don't like that. I do consider myself very, very lucky for yeah. this. Really, really, this is one of the best things I always say about Japan for me. It's this place. So yeah, guys, uh, you're always welcomed. Um, and uh, bring your wife uh, next time. Yeah, I'm sure she'll have uh, good Tariq. opinions if you want to get into some political <laughs> uh, discussion. Jesus, I, I, yes, like, she has a lot of stories. Eh? I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has war, a lot. War stories. Yeah, she that's has, interesting. She's uh, someone who has grown up in war. Like, yeah, she's a war kid. She's a war kid. Okay. Yeah, so she has some good... Yeah, she was uh, in the... You know, she went to Lebanon. And she, was uh, she lived in... Yeah, she was and born during bombed. the war, but they went back after the war. and But they bombed they when bombed she was leaving. The when she was in the yeah, yeah, she was leaving the country, and the Israelis bombed bombed the country. That's yeah. a sick story. And it's funny, they're just... She's just used to... Uh, war to her and then after that when she came back to Canada yeah. there was fireworks and she thought it was a bomb she started freaking out holy yeah. shit man mm-hmm. right it's yeah. pretty fucked up stories there yeah. yeah yeah let's bring her next time I, I also have some stories to tell about uh, my experience in the Lebanon yeah war stories yeah yeah man yeah I mean probably uh, because I was briefly there but I uh, probably she has very good stories to tell but yeah, yeah. I would love to do that yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah I'll tell her for sure you, w- w- will you uh, take care of the kids or how uh, are you gonna do that I'd like to get a babysitter but yeah, yeah. if we can't yeah she'll probably come <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so we'll try to get we'll try to set something up yeah we'll try to get something to watch the great watch kids Okay. Let's make a baby room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, have a free, I have a free yeah, room there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. I This house is way too. Oh, that's a bedroom over there? Yeah, that's a bedroom. Oh, I have wow. two bedrooms. I'm a single guy, yeah. but I have two bedrooms here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I use it as a warehouse. How do you call it? Like nice. a Closet. store. Yeah, yeah like a store yeah. stuff. Yeah, I have extra clothes and stuff there. Yeah. Nice. Is there a bed in there? Yeah, yeah, there's a bed there. Like, if you ever guys want to sleep here, humans. <laughs> there's there's a bed. Um, the only thing is that this side faces the east, so you get the the sunrise. But it's pretty cool. Sometimes I wake up early to take pictures of the sun because it's like the rising sun from the country of the rising sun. Nice. So it's like <laughs> the first sun yeah. of the continent. 
and we are facing the Pacific. So yeah, it's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. But sometimes it can be disturbing if you're just sleeping. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. these are from Muji, I think. I'm, uh, just, I'm the exact same ones. I'm I, the same couch. Too, well, most of the furniture, <laughs> 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 most of the furniture here is from this relocation yeah, company. So, but it's the same. I got the same curtains. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exact yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. What color would you say is that curtain? Beige. Yeah, Fuck, me no, too. I said brown. What did you no. say? Beige. Yeah. I would say beige. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I said brown. I said brown. Oh. I don't oh, know what's champagne. Shit, shit can be brown. Cha champagne is more yellowish, no? Isn't it? Champagne is not Champagne is like beer, right? It's yeah, like yellow, like yellowish. Speaking of champagne, I was expecting to get some when I came yeah, here. Yeah, what's that? Next time I'll give you... I have you... a ball at my house, I'll bring it. Okay, okay, okay good. Nice That's the positive attitude. Way, way to go. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you t-shirts next time. <laughs> <laughs> With the logo and everything. Nice. Great guys. Uh, Tariq Ahmad, Eduardo Peñas, um, Hiroyo, thank you very much for being here thank tonight. You. And have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.